Grand Theft Auto 6 news update from insiders, people at the company, and pretty consistent false narrative about the game that's not even out yet people are already upset saying the game's gonna go soft or woke or whatever and i want to break down exactly why i think this is happening i think people are conflating a narrative about rockstar changing its culture and they're largely running with a sort of different narrative about gta 6 which we know very little about so i'm going to break that all down right here for you at the beginning of the stream i've even got discussion questions to entertain and use throughout the stream so make sure you watch the entire video but I do try to make it very easy for you to get the quick rundown right here at the beginning I had to do a bunch of research it, I was I even started a little bit late today because there were so many things I was trying to look at so let's dive into this what exactly is going on I'll give you a quick recap and then we're going to get into the meat of the discussion and the debate this is a reforge update gta 6 going soft or woke or whatever is a false narrative that is getting some traction in the gaming world based on a report from bloomberg jason schreier about the game what they're doing what they've done at rockstar as a company i'm going to try to do my absolute best to give you a very quick rundown of what has happened and why the narrative has shifted and turned into a pretty false one. Okay, if you like these quick uploads, hit subscribe and the bell button, or check out Reforge Gaming, where I stream live. So here's the quick recap. Multiple articles started coming out, sort of poorly recapping the Bloomberg article, and the two main takeaways from Jason Schreier's article is that Rockstar has gone through a cultural transformation as a company, which is a very good thing. People tend to and seem to be saying it's great it's much better the other takeaway is that gta 6 is coming and we have basic info and a release window that's it people started running with the narrative that the identity of gta 6 was going to be soft or woke or whatever and that was going to be hugely bad for the game there's so little in the article actually about gta 6 that this narrative is laughable if you're watching youtubers are reading articles that are pushing this narrative you really should question their honesty and their integrity because it just isn't there there's no substance to this and i'm going to show you why so all we basically got from the article about gta 6 was that it may land between april 2023 and march of 2024 the devs remain skeptical about that window of time frame i think they think it's going to land later than that there will be a playable female protagonist and this one line is the cause of all the trouble the developers are being cautious not to punch down by making jokes about marginalized groups the people said in contrast to previous games that one line is basically the cause of all of this and they're basically saying that this is going to ruin gta 6 everyone is saying the game will be bad it's going soft no interest i'm not really going to get into a debate about what jokes are okay what jokes are not okay i'm not interested in that debate i don't think that's very fruitful right now i'd rather focus on the fact of how does a false narrative like this form Folks are basically conflating cultural changes at Rockstar and they're making that into identity changes for GTA 6. Here are some choice quotes about just how much Rockstar has changed. 
Rockstar employees described a workplace culture full of drinking, brawling, and excursions to strip clubs. The company was an early symbol of industry-wide problems like long hours at the office, known as crunch, in which staff were expected to be at their desks many nights and weekends in order to keep a game on schedule. Rockstar has attempted to reinvent itself as a more progressive and compassionate workplace, according to interviews with more than 20 people who worked there or left recently, all whom requested anonymity because they were not not authorized to speak publicly one employee described it as a boys club transformed into a real company like if you're you're going to strip clubs and drinking and brawling in the office that doesn't sound like a professional work environment it sounds like they have attempted to transform themselves into a real company Morale across the company is higher than it's ever been, according to many staffers, but the development of Grand Theft Auto 6 has been slower than impatient fans and even longtime employees have expected. Much of what this has to do was with the sickie when everybody couldn't work in the offices and everybody had to work from home, but the delay of progress on the game is also due to some of the changes that the company implemented in an effort to improve working conditions, such as a restructuring of the design department and a pledge to keep overtime under control. The studio was built on a culture of a seven-day work week, said Jamie King, a founder who left after eight years, but he said that sort of culture is unsustainable. Games like Red Dead Redemption and Max Payne 3 required that some employees referred to as death marches, months of mandatory 14-hour days and weekends that took a toll on employees' lives, mental health, and sometimes marriages. So, they are basically trying to get rid of all of the bad things in the gaming industry. These are all of the things that people have said are terrible. It's bad for the games. It's bad for the employees. Get rid of all of this. Get rid of crunch. That's the general 90% focus of the article. It's, it has very little to do with GTA 6. Here are the only things stated about GTA 6. They are going to stick to their pledge as already prompted changes for the game original plans for the title which was codenamed project americas was for it to be more vast than any grand theft auto game to date early designs called for the inclusion of territories modeled after large swaths of north and south america according to people familiar with the plans but the company reeled in those ambitions and cut the main map down to a fictional version of miami and its surrounding areas rockstar's plan is to now continually update the game over time adding new missions and cities on a regular basis which the development hopes will lead to less crunch during the game's final months. Still, the game's world remains large, with more interior locations than previous Grand Theft Auto games impacting the timeline. To help with overtime, Rockstar has also added more producers to keep track of schedules, a move that's mostly been positive, developers have said, but one that has caused bottlenecks. Some employees said they found themselves waiting around to communicate through middlemen, or that it felt like multiple people were in charge, leaving them unsure of what could who could make the final call and then industry analysis anticipates that the game will be landing in the fiscal year of 2024 between April 2023 to March of 2024 but developers remain skeptical the game has been in development since 2014 Uh, And although there are loose schedules in place, people interviewed for this article said they did not know of any firm release date and that they expect the game to be at least two years away. That would be at at a minimum 2024. Earlier this year, a group of uh, designers quit Rockstar's Edinburgh office, telling colleagues they were sick of the lack of progress. Developers are also being cautious to not punch down and make jokes about marginalized groups like they did in previous games. That's it. 
That's all we know. We know nothing. We know that there's a female, a playable female protagonist. We know they're they're considering doing uh, that not to punch down and make fun of marginalized groups in their games, and they're looking at actually having slower progress on game development to the point that people left the Edinburgh office and said listen the lack of progress is too frustrating so they are trying to find their way with less crunch less forced and mandatory overtime but that is seemingly a challenge for them to to actually get the game to market to actually get this game built so the crux and takeaway here should be a big company that makes really big successful games is attempting to not be a crappy place to work and in the process it sort of has slowed down development and they've also decided to maybe not do certain types of jokes in their games anymore that's not a huge loss I I, I don't think a game's identity quality and value centers around the ability to tell certain types of jokes I'm not interested in getting into debate about whether or not jokes and comedy should be sanitized and whether or not we should be canceling comedians. I think that's a big fruitless discussion. I don't think it really goes anywhere. But I do think a game can still be good and still be enjoyable and still be a game about doing crime and 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 being a villain or being, you know, being a crime lord. They can still do that and still make a great game, even if they're not crunching, even if they're not doing mandatory overtime, and even if maybe they edited out some jokes. As always, if you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button. Head over to Reforge Gaming where I debate and discuss these things live. As always, I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I know this one's going to get spicy. If I feel like people are getting out of line, I'm going to put the chat in subscriber-only mode for like a couple of days. So if we get a bunch of like drive-by brand new sub haters, we will uh, we will we will shut the chat. Uh, into a more into a more focused funnel. I've got discussion questions for you. Uh, I, I like in general, that's my take. If you want my quick flyover, if you want my 30,000 view here, people are conflating cultural change at a company with, oh, the game's gonna be soft now. It's gonna be lame. Well, why? Because they're not going to strip clubs, getting drunk, fighting, and making people work 14-hour days like that. You think, is that what's going to ruin? You think that's going to ruin the game? That's what the article was about. This has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with, like, sanitizing sanitizing comedy or or canceling or anything like that this is literally about a company that said people hate working here this isn't sustainable if we want to keep making awesome games we got to fix this and in the process of fixing it they said well maybe we shouldn't make these types of jokes anymore like oh my gosh that's that's gonna ruin the game the punching down is what makes GTA GTA. It's like South Park. It works because they punch everybody. Here's here's my thought, Michael Turner. I was thinking about how I wanted to approach this subject today. I did. Because I was pretty confident that someone was going to come in and say something like that. And I was like, how am I going to approach this? Okay. My question to you is, right? Yo, good morning, Feed. See you in the chat. I see you in the chat. My question to you is, is that so central to the game that if in the next game 
there's less humor. Let's just say humor. I'm not going to get down into the muck and the mire of like specific jokes and specific people groups. That's not what I want to talk about. I'm zoomed out here and I want to know if the next game has less humor does that ruin the game? It's like, oh, I can't enjoy this game anymore. Where you steal cars and shoot people and rob banks and do cr- just do crime, basically. You're just doing crime. Is the absence or the decrease, let's just say there's less. Let's just say it gets on the cutting room floor and they're like, let's take out some of this. We don't think this is needed anymore or whatever the frick. You think that actually ruins the game less less humor will ruin the game it's so central to grand theft auto that it will ruin the game less humor hurts the game but it doesn't ruin it not at all in a gta game if you run people over and shoot people the game will be fine no it doesn't it'll still be an amazing game the concern is the concern is they said no satire. I didn't see where they said no satire. Oh yeah, no, they did. They did. They said you can't really satire America. America's become a satire in and of itself. Which again, I don't want to go down that road, but my gosh, I, I kind of feel like it 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 it's <laughs> it honestly is true. It is true that it's really hard to satire right now everything feels like a caricature everything feels like a fake headline they didn't say there wouldn't be satire they said it's they said that there'd be less did they not hang on hang on i have the article i have the article on the subject of satire they said several rockstar employees pointed out that you can't really satirize today's america it's already a satire of itself right much of this, the delay, they're still trying to figure out how to make games in the new iteration of Rockstar and wonder even what a Grand Theft Auto game looks like in today's environment. So it does sound like satire is going to be less of the less of the focus. 100%. Yo, five months from Sichuan, thank you. They said they're trying to figure out what it looks like right now. There were some employees that I think give the impression that like we might be moving away from pure satire, Right? What if they move to a less humorous game? What if they move to a more serious game? Is that a problem? Like, Eugene says less humor hurts. So if this game comes out and is more serious, it's it's a more serious game, like it's it's more gritty, maybe it's more dramatic, in your mind, that's not, that that's a bad game? GTA 4 has less humor and it was a great game. Yeah, I'm not, an, I'm not a GTA expert. Are there GTAs in the history of the game that are like just more gritty and more dramatic and not super cheesy satirical comedy. Like, why are we so focused on that? It's like, like a game can't become a little bit different. Like, you listen to bands, right? I'm I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast with the lead singer for Project 86. We're launching a brand new podcast. He let me hear one of the songs from their new album, and it's going to be the one of the hardest, heaviest albums they've ever made. Right. Is that a problem? Are the fans going to revolt that they decided to go more heavy? Uh, I think it's being more gritty would hurt the ridiculousness of the game loop. I'm talking about the story elements, Eugene. So, like, it doesn't have to be gritty when you're just doing the gameplay loop, but the main story in the campaign, right? GTA 5 did a lot of both, says Butters. I think they will move more to serious topics like them going after big companies and such. 
yeah, more like a watchdogs game where you're like trying to use your your crime aficionado to take down companies. Yo, Pit Viper doing a tier two. Guys, if we hit a hundred tier two members on this channel, I'm gonna let tier two members make me play really tough games. I'll record them and upload them just for tier two members and above. So we need about 30 more people to upgrade. If you've never become a member in a channel like this, consider clicking the join button. It's five bucks a month. I do members content every single day and this Friday night's community game night we'll be playing Fall Guys. I don't care if you think Fall Guys is cheesy. It's fun because we do private matches. It's hilarious. Click that join button. Maybe consider gifting some members. Do all the free things, chat. Make sure you're on live chat. Make sure you're smashing that like button. The like button is free and so is subscribing. So do those things it helps the video it helps my channel i'm a safe for work broadcaster and we do this every day of the week we take a topic we take a game we chop it up we debate it's really fun a lot of people treat me like a video game radio show or podcast they throw me on in the background of their day you can subscribe in confidence because of me being safe for work you don't got to worry about me being on your speakers or on in the background. Yo, Sven gifting five members, getting us started. Coral Reefer, Misery, Jeffrey, the Turk, and the Smash all grabbed a membership. If you're a new member or you've recently become one or gotten a gifted one, get in the Discord. Get in the Discord. Sorry. I like a buzz. Wolvie says, not to play devil's advocate, but to preface, I haven't played GTA since Vice City, and I'm unaffected or care about whether they want jokes like that. With that being said, don't you find it somewhat contradictory that they are okay with open murder that can be done in the game, but a few jokes made by nefarious characters in the game take a precedent over open killing with rocket launchers? That's a great question, Wolvie, and you know what my answer is? One is completely disconnected from day-to-day life. We're not, well, depending on where you live, I guess I shouldn't say that. There are places where day-to-day life is scary and there's crime and there's awful things happening, right? So I don't want to act like that's not like a day-to-day life thing. It is a day-to-day life thing for some people, okay? It is. But generally speaking, the people that sit down and play a video game like this aren't like, oh man, this is so crazy this seems so real to life these guys running around and jumping off buildings and shooting rocket launchers and robbing banks like even robbing banks is so disconnected from our world these days like that's such a bygone era of like going into a place with masks on and holding it up right it's so it's so cartoonish at this point that that's like what the game is about like running over people and stealing cars and shooting folks right that's like pure fantasy As far as comedy that touches down on particular people and groups, well, that's not completely disconnected from reality. That's not completely disconnected from the world that we live in. So that might feel like, that's just too close to the chest for these days. Let's just not do that, right? I am not going to, I don't want to get down into this discussion of like sanitizing comedy and canceling comedians. I don't think that's a productive conversation because I think people largely just sort of dig their heels in on both sides no one is willing to consider the fact that like maybe i will give one example i'll give an example and 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 did you did 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 people suddenly stop supporting this guy and did people walk away from this guy kevin hart kevin hart evolved his comedy and he left some stuff behind 
And he was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Did that ruin Kevin Hart? Did that make Kevin Hart less funny? Did that make his comedy worse? No, I don't think so. I've enjoyed his comedy a lot. I actually think some of his best stuff is about uh, children, you know, having kids, being a dad, you know, being, being in a relationship women like i think he does a great job with those things like you know the girlfriend that calls him and doesn't want him having a good time so now now that's up to you though that's up to you in the market has the market and has the general consumer decided that like he's no longer funny i'm not buying tickets to his shows did he literally crash and burn after he retired a like what three like three jokes i think he's not funny okay You are allowed to think he's not funny because it's subjective. It's an art form. But I would say his ticket sales and his career are a pretty strong testament that you're wrong. Like, I'm not doing fallacy of the group like, oh, because he sells lots of tickets to to his shows, you're wrong. But certainly, he's doing just fine selling tickets. Now, yeah, I, I, I I don't respect his NFT thing. I will say that. Kevin Hart getting into NFTs hurts him in my book more than, like, retiring some jokes okay the point is the point is he still had comedy shows he still had really funny bits he was still a really funny comedian who just decided i just don't want to i just don't think this is worth it i you know i'm evolving as a person i'm evolving as a person in the comedian and i just am not going to do this anymore right watch kevin hart anytime he's hanging out with dwayne johnson and try and tell me the dude's not funny Right, like he's just naturally, he's just naturally a funny guy, right? He's naturally a funny guy. So that's my point, is, is I, I think, because somebody in chat saying it right now, Kevin Hart used to be funny before he got woke. Yeah, I think your view of comedy and your view of the world is ironically small. I just think it's ironically small. This is the grand irony in this discussion. You can steal a helicopter, destroy a building, skydive, run into a safe house, you know, do all these different things in a game. There's all these different ways to be funny. There's there's all these different ways that you can tell a story, right? And you're like, but if they slice this one piece out, it's ruined. It's ruined. You have such a small view of comedy and art. So, so Kevin Hart can't be funny anymore because he took three jokes from his entire catalog of jokes and shows and specials that he's done and he took three jokes out of his act and you're like he's not funny anymore your your view of comedy is ironically small it's actually not a big broad open view of comedy and art it just isn't his second special was his peak after that's been downhill i actually think in the realm of stand-up comedy i've noticed this myself their opening big debut special is that's years of work that's 10 years of them crafting and taking their best jokes and putting it into one special and then usually their second special is weaker i found this to be true of brian regan when i saw him i i loved him his first cd his first special thought he was hilarious when i saw him live and he was working on new material it wasn't as funny it wasn't as polished he didn't have 10 years he didn't have 10 years to come up with an hour-long dynamite set he had to come up with all new jokes because nobody's going to pay money to go see a comedian tell all the same jokes they've already heard this is actually very common in stand-up comedy so you have a fundamental misunderstanding of stand-up comedy and his art and the industry of stand-up comedy if you think like oh yeah his second act was a joke because he stopped telling those jokes no that's that's not it at all i don't understand how taking out the worst 
of the worst jokes means the game is somehow now serious or PC or soft. Right, that's what I'm saying, Sky. I don't get it. I'm trying to understand, and my diagnosis is that you have a narrow view of comedy, and you think that the minute someone says, I've kind of evolved as a person, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't make those jokes anymore, you think they're not funny anymore. Do you have a PhD in stand-up comedy? No, but I've studied it, and I've watched the guys talk about it. I've watched the specials. I've watched them do breakdowns of joke crafting and writing and how they structure their show and how they approach comedy. I've actually studied it quite a bit. I was in an improv uh, group. I was in drama for four years. I've actually studied comedy a lot. Yes. We studied sitcoms. We studied joke timing. We studied comedic timing. We studied writing. We did all. I've, I've studied all these things. Yes, I don't have a degree, but I've studied it. And I'm here to tell you one of the primary reasons that stand-up comedians, like their second special after they have their big debut, they're typically not as good. Excellent point, Lono. His new show, Heart to Heart, is definitely not comedy or anything to that nature. More serious talks like success. Yeah, he's just evolved as a person. And listen... Here's the beauty. Here's the absolute beauty of of the way it works. Here's the beauty of subjectivity and a free market. You don't have to buy tickets to his shows anymore. You don't have to support him. And you don't have to buy GTA 6. The rest of us will. I still think he's funny. I still watch his Netflix specials. I still like him. I really don't like that he's gotten into NFTs. Uh, he's He's lost a ton of respect from me because I think NFTs are a scam he's a very different as a comedian he's not a crass based comedian uh, it would be like Bob Saget no longer doing certain jokes but really I think South Park's a better comparison okay okay the reason I use him though uh, Kage excuse me the reason I use Kevin Hart is because I think it's an equivalency I think if you look at the total, the totality of Grand Theft Auto as a game, okay, I think those jokes are a teeny slice of the game. A teeny slice. They didn't say they're no longer going to make jokes or be funny or try to have humor. They didn't say that. They they singled out a particular type and they were like, we just, we just don't think we're going to do this anymore. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe it. The game is ruined. What What do you mean? I think it's analogous to Kevin Hart being like, I can tell so many jokes. I've got so much I've got so much comedy in my veins. I don't need to do that anymore and I can still put on a great show. And I think Grand Theft Auto 6 could be like, listen, we can have awesome action sequences, amazing content loops, really good voice acting, really good writing, really good sequences, a really great ongoing live service content loop plan. We can make GTA 6 gameplay phenomenal, you know, and we're taking our time with it. Like, it's going to take a long time to bring to market, but we're just going to take these types of jokes and we're not going to do them. And that's like, to me, is analogous to what he did. It didn't, it didn't ruin him. It didn't ruin him. If Dave Chappelle cave, the nonsense would be there, the same. Okay, just in time. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that action. I'm gonna take that action. If, yeah, if Dave Chappelle suddenly decided to stop making all of the jokes that he makes, it would fundamentally change everything that he does. So that would be analogous to Grand Theft Auto being like, we're no longer going to make a game about crime. You're going to be a, a, a small business owner. 
and you're going to be a legitimate you're going to go you're going to you're going to be a legitimate stand-up citizen do you see what i'm saying like that would be analogous to dave being like i'm absolutely done stepping on the line and being that way and blah 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 it would fundamentally change his act if they fundamentally change the identity of grand theft auto to not be about crime i'd be with you they are doing this with certain things right it's just this in name only it'd be grand theft auto in name only right you see what i'm saying they're not doing that look the the real thing to analyze is why are you so sensitive about this? Those of you that are upset and wound up and worried. Why are you so why are you so sensitive about this? There is one sentence in the article, one about we don't want to we're, we're probably not going to put those jokes in the game anymore. We're going to move away from that. Why are why is that causing the the reaction? I don't I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's 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 such an overreaction. The main thing about GTA is GTA Online. To be honest, when you play single player, you stop. However, the online is the main part of GTA. Well, that's how you play. Plenty of people don't play that way. Because adult humor has always been the cornerstone of the GTA franchise. They didn't say they won't be making adult humor. Why is adult humor synonymous with punching down? Like, I don't get that. It's not... You see what I'm saying? So so when I so when I watch Kevin Hart, he's still raw. He still makes nasty jokes. He still talks about really, really adult things. I didn't suddenly tune in. He was like, hey, guys, this is basically Sesame Street now. No, it was... It was... It was... It was raw. It was crass. It was foul. It wasn't like, oh... <laughs> Kevin Hart's getting rid of those jokes. My friend, my my kids can watch his act now. It's it's going to be rated G. What? Why is that synonymous in your mind? It's in your mind. It's synonymous that they're like, we're going to get rid of these jokes over here, and you're like, oh, it's, it's gonna, it's not even going to be adult anymore. It'll probably be rated E for everyone. As you run over people's bodies and shoot police officers and rob banks. Like, come on. We're living in a world that's trying to push push a movement. Have you been sleeping? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. I've been totally asleep. They're ruining all our games, man. They are. I bet you when God of War Ragnarok comes out, I bet you Kratos just makes muffins the whole time, bro. I bet you he just makes muffins and doesn't crack anybody's skull open and there's no blood you know i just they're just they're they're, i yeah i need to wake up they're clearly they're clearly ruining my my games my 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 games they're ruining my games what do you mean What what are you what are you talking about You don't have any concerns about them not trying to appeal to the wider audience because if the first step of making the next game is how do we get all of the well, checklist first prior to mechanics? Okay, but but you're, you're concluding or presuming that based off of one sentence. One sentence. Yeah, God of War, stay at home, Dad. I can't wait to play it. Boy, you forgot your lunch. <laughs> 
<laughs> God of War, stay at home, dad. It's going to be great. I, you're, you're presuming from one sentence. Like, listen, listen. Am I a bad orator, speaker, or content creator? Because I don't use some words that I said in high school. I'm just curious. Do you come here and you're like, you know, his content would be a whole lot better if he used some of those pejoratives from the 90s. You know? It's just really hard to watch this guy. You know? The absence of 90s pejoratives. I just can't watch him. He's just not very good. Not a very good speaker. Really lacks that comedy cut intelligence, you know? Really, really feels like this is some soft crap. Come on. You... It doesn't, it doesn't suddenly make my content bad or me a bad speaker or, like, all of a sudden I, I, I can't put on a good show. Because, like, yeah, I said some stuff when I was in high school and I don't say that stuff anymore. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Your appeal has never been about that. But I make jokes and I try to be funny, Kareem. Right? Like, people will be like, yeah, you try to be funny. What You see what I'm saying? So, in, in other words, think of it this way. That's the point that I'm making, though, Kareem. Think of it this way. I picture GTA, GTA 6. It's this big, giant pie chart, okay? It's this big, giant pie chart. And they're like, what do we want to do with this game? Well, we want to have an amazing content loop. We obviously want to have an online element of it. We need to have a story. We have writers and voice actors. Throw all that on that pie chart. You know, each thing's taking up a slice of their bandwidth and all they have to build, right? This big GTA 6 pie chart. They're like, this is everything that we are going to put into the game. And like, awesome. Is it going to be funny? Oh, yeah, it's going to be funny. We got a great writing squad. da 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 And they're like, okay, cool. And they're like, one thing, though. And they get out a knife and like, soup, soup. And they cut out a teeny tiny slice of that pie. And they're like, we don't think this is worth doing anymore. Let's just throw that over there. We think we can be funny without that. We think we can take a new approach to that type of humor. We don't even need that anymore. Maybe we're going to go in a more serious direction. It'll be more gritty. Maybe it'll be more dramatic. Maybe it'll be more serious. I don't know. But they do all that, and you're looking at a pie chart, and you're running over, and you're grabbing that slice and being like, but this is the game this year. This is it. No. that No, it's not. Like, if they, if they sliced out a part of the game that was, like, fundamental, they're like, yeah, you're no longer able to steal cars. You'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> what, what I'm, I'm sorry? It's called Grand Theft Auto. You can't cut that out. That's like, you know, a 40% slice of the game. It just it, would, it, it wouldn't be able to stand without it. You're taking out a central identity piece. I don't think that's fair, though. People don't know you for talking like that. That was never you. I understand that, Brandon, but the point that I'm making, you guys are, you guys are actually being reasonably intelligent about this. I thought this was going to just devolve into caveman nonsense. 
I understand where you're coming from, Brandon. You're like, Lono, you weren't known for saying those things and then suddenly stopped saying those things. That's a fair point. What I'm saying is it's an incredibly small slice of how I used to talk. It hasn't hindered my ability to communicate. That's what I'm saying to you. If they get rid of this particular joke type or theme or thing, do you honestly think it's like, well, yeah, now they just can't be funny. They lack the ability. They've completely chopped their ability to be funny off. Making fun of the haters by showing them, clowning them, they don't get that they're the joke. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's the point of the game, Derek. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let, let's satirize hateful people. Like, is that, like, are they trying to do that? Are they trying to be, like, have, like, some kind of subversive subtext about culture? That's That might not be the goal of the next game. It sounds like it's going to be like a Bonnie and Clyde game. You're going to be like have interchangeable characters. You might play as both. Maybe you pick one at the beginning. There's going to be a girl and a guy, as far as I gather, that you pick between the two. Kind of like these new Assassin's Creed's where like there's a guy and a girl. But it sounds like the guy and the girl interact. Like they actually are they're Bonnie, they're almost like a Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, if you like my centipede shirt, it comes from the 80s Tees video game collection. Use code LONO for 30% off if you buy any shirts over there. It supports me and it gives you a big fat discount. 80stees.com is dope. Listen, listen. There's too many of you here to not have 200 likes. Smash that like button. What are y'all doing? You're slacking on me this morning. I'm a safer work broadcaster. This is Reforge Gaming, a daily talk show where we break down video games. Because I'm safe for work, you can subscribe in confidence. You can listen to me every day almost like a video game radio show or a podcast a lot of people throw me on in the background of their workday if you would like to support my channel directly with a membership consider doing that it's five bucks a month maybe gift some members uh, maybe become a member yourself that would be great you're talking like a shield for the mainstream media I'm sorry to say I'm talking like a shield see the, 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 the challenge with someone like you Brandon the challenge with someone like you is you can't conceive of anybody seeing this different from you and if they do see it different than you 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 have to be dismissive do you see like you can't conceive of me landing on this different than you i've got I, oh i'm just a shield i'm just a me- mainstream media i'm just this or that or whatever you're just using dismissive labels and and disgu- and and and, uh, and categories like i feel like we're having a discussion like i'm listening to you i'm hearing you out and I'm asking you questions. And if you want to label and categorize me and dismiss me, the irony is, is like, you're doing the very thing that you don't want people to do. Like, you're guilty of the very thing that you claim to be fighting against. Like, you're just going to dismiss me and be like, oh yeah, Voom. On the train home from holiday, uh, what better time to sit and watch the stream? Yo, what's good? Different Brandon. Different Brandon than the Brandon I was talking to. Brandon X is uh, who I was talking to. Can we relate the late Saints Row is getting with its shift in tone to why folks are upset about the potential change in GTA 6? Like, is that driving some of this? I, I want to know. Are you guys looking at Saints Row and you're like, oh, no, no. They're going to do it to GTA, man. It's going to be a joke of a game. Is that driving some of this? That you're like, you're like oh my gosh, they're going to ruin GTA. I think making a censored GTA 6 is good for nobody that I don't think you get that. No, I don't think you get it. I don't think you get it. 
I think you 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 posture to be informed and you posture to be I guess awake and you absolutely feel like it feels like you're wearing a blindfold. You're wearing a blindfold. Yeah, creature says, "I want examples of where they said something that feeds this narrative that you're shielding." Yeah, exactly. What what am I what am I doing other than saying this is a false narrative? 90% of the article was about, "Hey man, Rockstar was a sucky place to work. It was so bad that people had their personal lives harmed and their mental health and marriages, right? That's it was really bad to work at Rockstar. And they're like, "Okay, cool. Well, why we're working on GTA 6? Here's a couple of morsels about GTA 6." And everyone's like, "Did you hear that? They said that they're not going to do any more uh, 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 punching down jokes. This game is ruined. It's like, what? That's all they said. That's all I said. Everything else they said. Listen, if you want to be concerned, here's what you should be concerned about. Why don't you have any Reforged Roast in your cup this morning? Number one, why aren't you buying my coffee? The other thing you should be concerned about, the other thing you should be concerned about is their they're actually having people quit because of lack of progress because they so fundamentally changed the culture and the crunch at the company that the game's taking longer. That should concern you. Zoom all the way out. Don't even look at Rockstar anymore. Be like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. If this company stops doing crunch and mandatory overtime, Look at what it's doing to their production and and how they bring something to market. Does that mean that other companies that attempt to do this, that attempt to be less toxic and terrible, are they also going to struggle to bring things to market? That's what you should be concerned by. Like the commentary on development and bandwidth and budgets. Do you remember how I keep talking about how I want developers to make buckets of cash so they can expand and hire more people and have more bandwidth? Do you want to know why? Because a company the size of Rockstar stopped doing crunch and mandatory overtime and they're struggling to bring the game to market at at a speed that's so slow people are quitting. Like, that's an issue with the actual industry of gaming. And you're worried about frickin' jokes. Mama, my jokes! I'm gonna boot up the game and they're not gonna make fun of a certain person and my, 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 my jokes! Uh, it's not gonna be fun! Yeah, that's what you're worried about? You aren't even you aren't even close to being an intellectual on this subject. If you read that article and that's your takeaway fear. Because I read it and I thought, my gosh, a company this size decides to stop treating its employees like crap and it bring things to it brings things to loggerheads and bottlenecks and, and people are quitting because everything slowed down so much? That's concerning. That's not sustainable. You, you, you talk about not being able to make margins and bring a product to market. Uh, this company should be one of the ones that doesn't struggle with that. They're completely two different issues. Yes, and 90% of the article was about Rockstar not being a sucky company. And everyone's like, oh, but my, 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 my jokes. 
They literally say they're making a woke GTA 6. I think you're trying to avoid that. I'm not trying to avoid that. It's a lie and a false narrative. You are a liar. I I don't have to hide from lies. You don't know me if you think I hide from lies. Who said that? Where was that written? Who came out and said, Hey guys, uh, we got a big announcement to make. Can we have everybody's attention? Uh, GTA 6, we're going woke. Like, where where was this announcement? Where was this presser? Where was this memo? Where? What what is what is where where did you read that? Where did you read that? 4chan, Reddit, Twitter? Did you read an actual outlet that that reported on this? They're applying what was said about Rockstar to the game. As I said at the beginning of this stream in my rundown, people are conflating a narrative about Rockstar becoming more progressive and compassionate. It did say that. Oh my gosh, how dare they not treat their employees like garbage? Bunch of trash. This company's going into the toilet. Everyone's conflating that narrative and saying, oh, that we're gonna that's gonna GTA 6 here we go they're gonna it's gonna be bad dope shirt is it from 80s tees yes but people don't have a problem with them removing crunch it stands to reason without forced crunch things might take longer so people are probably understanding about that right but what I was saying I don't think you understand what I'm saying Kage what I'm saying is a company this size removed crunch and it's creating bottlenecks and developmental problems to the point that people quit. That should be concerning. Was crunch so interwoven into the DNA of creating games of this size? Was it so integral that without it, games of this size are going to struggle to come to market? That's what I'm saying to you. I'm not like pro crunch. I'm saying you ripped out crunch and you're struggling to even keep people. If they're censoring jokes or taking out jokes because someone's feelings are hurt, that's BS. That's such a reductionist way to summarize what was said, Mo. It's very telling. It's very telling that when someone is going to talk about this in a critical way, they have to be dishonest. Your position is fragile. It's as see-through as a wet piece of tissue paper if you have to be dishonest to build your position. Well, they said they're going to do this. No, they didn't. That's a lie. Well, they're doing this. Nope, not true. It's very telling that in order to formulate the critical position and narrative that people are forming, they have to be dishonest. Your stream is all I really know about it, but I've seen they're going with a female protagonist and won't have punching down jokes. Is it far-fetched conclusion to assume what? Why is suddenly letting people choose a female? What what's the problem with that? You got to you got to outline that for me, brutal. Cuz your masculinity is is a millimeter if you honestly think that them adding a playable female protagonist is that that that's woke. How fragile are you? If that's like a problem, like if you f- 
fundamentally have a problem with comedic style changes, that's fine. That's subjective art. That's that's like that's subjective to comedy. You could literally be like, I used to like this guy. He used to be a lot more offensive. He's not offensive anymore. That's fine. That's your opinion and subjectivity. But like to be like, oh, they added a playable female character. Throw the paper in the air. Ruined. Game is ruined. What? Why? They they're not they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna force you to play as a female. They said a playable female protagonist, meaning you can choose a guy or a girl. Yeah, they didn't say they weren't gonna do it to hurt people's feelings. They said it might not land well with the past formula. Like they're not building games the same way anymore. They don't have the same outlook on games anymore. They're changing. What did Bruce say? No personal problem with it at all. Right, but you you said you seem to indicate, Brutal, that them adding a playable female character last woke. What? Why? What, no. You acted as if that was just a clear... That You acted like those dots were connected. Like as a straight line. How? Why? Even if they make you play as a female, who the frick cares? Considering the history of what GTA has been in the past, it's not exactly female lead kind of game. Playable female choice is different than lead protagonist. Why is that a different kind of game? Have you seen any of these documentaries about like women prisons and and women in gangs and stuff? Are you freaking kidding me? If they made an accurate depiction of what some of these people do and how they are, it wouldn't even be able to be rated M. They'd have the it'd be the first NC-17 video game in history. It, 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 it's it's that it's like having an all-female oceans or no 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 that's completely different that's a false that's a false equivalency no when people said the same thing about far cry no that's a false equivalency going back and taking and taking a, an existing story and swapping characters out I'm not talking about that. That's completely and utterly different, and it's proven itself to not go very well. They've learned a pretty harsh lesson. Let's go grab, let's go do Back to the Future, and let's just, it's not Michael J. Fox, you know, it's going to be, you know, Mary Jane Fox. No, no, I'm not talking about that. We're talking about a game that is a whole new story, whole new world. So when they went from far, they, they did the newest Far Cry, why the frick does it matter that they decided to have oh we'll have a female lead? Why does that matter? It wasn't like they suddenly changed the lead character. Like Far Cry 3, 4, and 5, it was all some guy named Dave. And then the new game comes out and they're like, yeah, Dave died in a car crash. It's Dana's turn. That's not what they're doing. Even games who just suddenly decide, no, our lead is a female... Because it's a completely different game, completely different story, and a completely different character. Do you see what the difference is? Like, that's a false equivalency. I'm not talking about when they go and, like, swap out, oh, yeah, we're going to remake Ghostbusters, and uh, it's just all girls now. Like, no, no. that's That's been stupid. And even people that are, like, wanting better representation, even people that want that were like, this is not the way to do it. This is dumb. There were plenty of people that criticized what what happened with those movies and those movies didn't do well because that, that that's not what people are asking for it's it's not it's not what people want 
Tame Cyber with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I'm super excited to see what she brings to the table. I think it's the first for the series. Something different seems awesome. We have no idea what the tone will be, says Sven. Thank you, Tame, for the $5 tip. Story, characters, world, everything. People are assuming so much. If they make a tonal shift, uh, what's the relevance of the context? I just think it's really telling that, like, you're that easily ruffled and threatened and bothered that they're like, you're like, wait, what? I'm meant to play as a girl? Wait, what? Who cares? It's a, vi- it's a video game. Now, listen, one of my questions today, I had a question planned. The first discussion question, if we didn't have enough to talk about, we clearly do. Does having to play as a female affect your enjoyment of a game? Does, does it? Does having to play as a female affect your enjoyment of a game? And I think my answer would be no. However, I have preferences if I'm creating my own character. Right? I don't care. I loved Tomb Raider. I thought it was awesome. My favorite game of all time is Hellblade. Okay? Where you play as a girl the whole time. You play as Senua. Right? It doesn't affect me at all. But if I can create my own character... I do have preferences. I tend to make the character look like me, and that's totally legitimate. If you're, you know, a tall, skinny white dude, or a short, stocky black guy, or a really skinny girl, like, you can make the character look like you, and that's cool, right? That's cool. Yeah, Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West. So, when a game like this comes out, yeah, Returnal, Horizon Forbidden West, these are great games, right? They're awesome. So, that's my question. It's like, I don't understand why the record scratches for people when they're like, GTA? Play as a girl? What? It's like, what's what's the problem? I don't understand. People did it with Far Cry. It's like, what's the big deal? It's a, it, it's a new story. It's a new person. It, no one record scratched when Horizon Forbidden West unveiled that the main character was a girl. Like, wait, huh? A girl? Like, nobody did that. But because the, st- the, the the franchise is established, they just always have to do the same thing. We just talked about this. Games that don't innovate, people are like, it's just the same. It's always the same. They always do the same thing. They never try anything new. And then, and then they're like, oh, well, the new game, it's going to be a female lead. Well, wait, not like that. I don't want you to try something new like that. Why? See my last chat. I don't care about it being a female, but you can't say it doesn't change anything. Why can't I say it doesn't change anything? Of course it changes something. It changes who the main character is. It changes who's talking. But why does that why does that negatively affect your experience in the game? Who cares? Again, again, if suddenly the the it, let's say there's a third Horizon Forbidden we- uh, Horizon Zero Dawn coming out, and they just kill Aloy in a cutscene, and you play as some guy called Alex, you'd be like, wait, I don't understand what happened. The, the, Aloy's the central figure; she's the central character. Yes, I would be right there with you if they took Duke Nukem and got rid of him, and they're like, yeah, here's the sequel to Duke Nukem. It's Daisy Nukem. Here she comes. She's a rootin' tootin' spittin' machine. She's like, I'm here to kick booty. And he'd be like, what the frick is this? Yes, when you just kick the main character or cast off the podium and replace them with the other with the other gender. Yeah, sure, that's stupid. But we're not talking about that. 
YouTube lurker with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Can someone in chat explain the headspace where we're only able to enjoy art? Uh, the only way to enjoy art is to punch down. Are we as a group so fragile that we can't be happy unless someone else is unhappy? Okay, I'm going to take this question, YouTube lurker. I'm going to take this question. Because I'm actually going to attempt to argue for the people that are upset. I'm going to attempt to do it. I'm going to attempt to represent their position as good as possible. Are you guys ready for this? The New Horizon VR game has a male as the player. Yeah, but that's like an offshoot side game. Like the offshoot Uncharted side game where you played as the two girls. It's a side game. That's different. That's not a sequel. You, Uncharted was always about Drake, and then all of a sudden you're playing you know, Nathan Drake, and then all of a sudden you're playing this side game as the two girls. I thought that was a really dope game, by the way. Okay? All right, hear me out. Hear me out. This is me attempting to represent the people that hear the punching down joke thing, and they get super rattled and ruffled. Oh, no. It's going to be a bad game. Yes, it's hard not to, to mock the, the fear and fragility. It just seems so silly. But I'm going to do my best. Okay. The fundamental nature of Grand Theft Auto is irreverence, crime, and violence. One of the extensions of that irreverence is jokes that feel out of bounds or on the line. If you start softening that side of the game, you start curbing that down, that identity marker of the game of being irreverent and crass and harsh or offensive you're going to take that out what else are you going to take out are you going to start softening the edges of this game there was once a game that softened all of its rough edges and then it was no longer a baseball like if you're going to throw a baseball you need some rough edges right that was that was a uh, that was like a meeting with Bungie. They talked about like the launch of Destiny 2. It got over casualified. They smoothed too many rough edges, right? So they're basically saying, wait, whoa, irreverence, being offensive, that's part of Grand Theft Auto. My response is it's not a big enough part that taking these types of jokes out is suddenly going to mean it's no longer an irreverent and crass game. Do you honestly think it's going to no longer be irreverent? There, there will be swearing. There will be drug use. There'll be violence. There'll be there'll be really foul language, not just swearing, but like super foul language. Like, who knows? They might continue to put slurs in the game, right? Because when I remember when I played Grand Theft Auto Five, it made me uncomfortable how often they said the N word. I was like, oh my gosh. Because I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster, and I'm white. I'm like, golly moly, I'm playing a game. I'm in control. I'm pushing the buttons, and I didn't make him say that. They said it on their own. Like, it made me uncomfortable. It's like, holy frick. So I think people are just jumping to conclusions. It can still be crass, irreverent, harsh, offensive. They can still do all those things and be like, we just decided these types of jokes and comedy just wasn't worth it anymore. We're just not going to do it. We, we can be funny without that. We can be offensive. We can be crass without those things. Do you really feel like the game needs those jokes? It's like, it needs them? We are living in a woke culture, toxic culture, and I feel like you overlook that in so many ways. I feel like you speak in broad platitudes and ultimately you say nothing. You say nothing. And you've substantiated some of your points today by being dishonest. So I don't really take what you say that seriously. 
You speak in platitudinous, broad, empty statements that ultimately communicate nothing. You've not once gotten into an intellectual lane today. You've been dishonest, you've said things that weren't true, and then you just throw out big, huge platitudes about like, oh, it's just such a toxic culture. Okay. Uh, I hear when you attempt to break into a car in GTA 6, a message will pop up and say, you're about to commit a crime. Are you sure? (laughs) You've been playing for a long time. Are you sure you want to continue playing? Those are the worst. Those are the freaking worst. What's considered punching down? I don't think GTA games ever punch down. Listen, this is the thing I'm not going to do. I'm trying to stay... I'm trying to stay at 30,000 feet. I don't want to get down into the weeds of defining what punching down on a marginalized group looks like. I'm not interested in doing that with you. I don't think that would be a fruitful discussion. Because that just gets super subjective. Super subjective. Because someone's going to be like, well, this joke's fine because it's about this particular. Oh, this joke's fine. Well, this one, no. It, it, that's just, it's just not, it's just not needed. A $5 tip from Insomniac Black. I'm picturing Lono sitting in his room yelling over his shoulder. I didn't say it was him. Uh, I didn't say it, it was him. I didn't make him say it. Don't hit me. That's right. That's right. I hope GTA 6 won't be PG-13. It just, it's, like, but it can't be. It can't be. In order for them to successfully make a Grand Theft Auto game... It's going to have to be a mature game. Like, you understand what I'm saying? How many mature games are out and available right now? There's so many. There's all kinds of things you can do in video games that we never dreamed you could do. You can literally engage in adult activity. I mean, like, in the bedroom adult activity in video games. And you think this game's going to be PG-13? You're like, yeah, sixth game, they came out and you were a street sweeper and you sold hot dogs in the evening like what the frick like they're not gonna do that uh tame with a five dollar tip could it be that the foul language and the use of real big slurs make the game feel more close to reality because that's the world because the world can be harsh tame i definitely see that but do you honestly think traditionally like Grand Theft Auto has been like, we really want to represent the world as it is? No, it was like a satirical, exaggerated representation of how the world is. They're not going for gritty realism. People slamming men for being fragile just because there's a female playable character are throwing out broad platitudes. I'm all for them having female protagonists. Never was something that crossed my mind uh, before the attacks. Well, if you don't care about playing as a female character, then me, me making... F- I am making fun of the cliche alpha male dudes that are like, I just can't play as a female character. I yeah, I am 100% making fun of them. They're weak and fragile and small. Like, yes. And, and getting angry and up in arms. Now, I'm not talking about someone who, from a subjective level, is like, I just don't enjoy playing as a woman. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who get angry and say it ruins the game and it's terrible and awful and woke or whatever. You are weak and fragile if you think that. Like, a video game makes a lead character female? That's just weak. That's just fragile. I will make fun of you. That's silly. 
If you say, as an intelligent adult, you're like, I just don't like playing as a woman. That's totally fine. That's 100% okay. You don't have to like it. I'm not saying you you definitely should like it, and you're going to play as Cassandra, and you are you better enjoy it or you're weak. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the people that make it in this big, huge issue, and they criticize, and they get angry, and they use all kind of nasty language about it. No, you're weak and fragile. The real-world argument sometimes is complete bull. It's like Departed or more modern mob movies using the n-word do i know they say it sure do i want to sit here and have to listen to white guys repeatedly say it for the entirety of the movie no oh you're taking me down an art path omar i disagree at a fundamental level i think when art seeks to be very accurate and raw and honest about a particular underbelly of society i i think you take the veil all the way off you show it for what it is i actually disagree with you but i don't want to go down that road it's part of what makes GTA so great. I think you're trying to overlook that. I'm not overlooking that. I've acknowledged it, and I say that it's a small piece of the game. You're saying it's a bigger piece of the game than it really is. I believe it's full. It's The idea that those types of jokes are so important to the game, I, I find that to be exaggeration. I've not been compelled that that is so fundamental. And I did my absolute best to represent your argument. The, the whole thing where I said there's an irreverence to the game there's a crassness there's an offensiveness and if you get rid of these jokes that's going to feel like you're kind of smoothing that edge so what makes GTA great is making fun of marginalized people nothing else about the game makes it great exactly that's why I drilled down on that guy yesterday he said the essence of GTA are these jokes what? The essence of the game? Robbing banks and stealing cars and running people over and shooting people and doing crime? The essence of the game is the jokes? Some games are meant to have rough edges. Exactly, Hex. And if this company's decided that, listen, it's still going to be a rough game, still going to be crass, we're still going to have all kind of foul language and nasty stuff in the game, but this one thing, we're just not going to do it anymore. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's going to ruin the game. It's like, what do you mean? What? What? It, if you went in right now into like GTA 5 and you just took all that stuff out, I've, I, I got to say that I feel like the game would still stand. Now, there would probably be, yes, there would probably be characters and stories that would get completely ripped out of the game, sure. And that would be frustrating for people that maybe really enjoyed that. But I don't think the, the the centrality of the game, I don't think the game's identity or its essence would be that damaged. I don't agree with that. Then I'm not buying it? Listen. Listen. That's what's so great about the way this works. You do that. That's what you should do. Right? That's exactly what you should do. If you look at this game and you say, they're not going to make fun of marginalized groups anymore, I'm not buying it. Okay. Cool. Don't. And, if enough people think the way that you think, the game will be a failure. You know why I think so many of you get rattled? It's because you know 
that you're the new minority and you don't like that you're like I'm not gonna buy it okay sure and that doesn't sit well with you because you know that the lion's share of the gaming community is going to be just buy this up and lap this up. Another GTA, let's go, man. I love these games, bro. Just stealing and playing with my buds and shooting. Oh, I love these games. You know that most people aren't going to do what you're going to do. And you don't like that. That's a threat to you. To suddenly be on the other end of the situation like, well, if I don't buy it, it's really going to hurt them. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I think the majority of people that play these games aren't going to ever even bat an eye at this. Tame with a $5 tip. I wasn't trying to defend that. I don't want to come off that way. I was asking if that's where the enjoyment factor comes. No, you're fine, Tame. You're fine. I think this has been a good discussion. I think most people are keeping it very, very much on the road. The car is staying on the road. I'm I'm enjoying this discussion. GTA 6 sells a billion copies. Yeah. GTA 6 is going to be one of the top selling games for eight years without you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that sits well with people. You feel powerless. And when people feel powerless, they lash out. And that's why I think people lash out about this. They realize that, like, people are people are changing. Right? That's, 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 that's the facts. Right? I changed. I've evolved as a person. I speak and act differently than I used to. That's just the facts, man. That's just the way the world and and life and culture is. It's a moving river, okay? And if you don't like where it's heading, then paddle upstream or get out. Like, that's just the way that it goes. GTA needs to be free to play realistically to succeed. (laughs) No. No, no, they will make buckets of cash full price game. Are you kidding me? It's one of the most successful, most lucrative franchises in history. They would, they, they charge a hundred dollars and people are like, well, this is fine. Like they could literally charge a hundred dollars and people would begrudgingly buy it. <laughs> Everybody would give in. They're like, this is bull. Wait, what's everyone doing? No, don't buy. Why are you all buying it? Well, fine. I'll buy it. They're not going to make it free. Look at Genshin, Diablo Immortal, ETC. <laughs> You're not, you, you, you are not on the, like the landscape of understanding the size and scope of Grand Theft Auto. If you think Genshin and Diablo Immortal are like, yeah, see, you have to do what they do. No, they're not normative. They're mobile gotcha games. They're pay-to-win trash. That's not, other games are not going to have to go that route just because they go that route. That, that's not true. No. You, that that's that's no GTA six NFTs inbound maybe. Uh. Uh. I'm, I'm L, and can't play as a female. Uh. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> no 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 no. I'm not gonna do that. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, let's do that. Yeah, there we go. Haven't bought one since San Andreas. 
yeah, there's plenty of people that have moved on from these games, but they're insanely, insanely popular. Just insanely popular. Like, it's, it's, it just stands to reason that one of the reasons that I think people are so like, yeah, I don't, uh, you know, uh, they get so upset is because they know if they boycott the game and don't buy it, that them and what army, like you and what, you and twenty people, you know, like everybody's gonna buy this game, like it's gonna sell incredibly well. They don't have to do anything. They don't. They don't have to do anything. They literally just have to launch it. The biggest thing that could hurt this game is development limbo. I think that's all. You know what I think the biggest threat to GTA 6 is? The the GTA 6 release date. That's the biggest. That's the biggest threat. You disagree? With what I said a lot, Hex. What do you disagree with? I'll buy the game. I'm not happy about jokes being watered down. Nobody answered what punching down jokes are you talking about that are in GTA. Mo, chat is taking my lead. I said we're not going to get down into the muck and the mire of establishing what's a punching down joke and what's not. With the detractors acting a certain type of way? I don't understand what you mean, Hex. Have you have you seen? Like... You're giving the dude bros way too much credit. What? So wait, you don't think there's a lot of dude bros upset about this? Is that what you're saying, Hex? You you think you think there's all there's not very many of them? Because I mean the 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 narrative on this thing turned almost immediately. Like the narrative immediately turned videos. No, I don't think there is. No, but that's no 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 Hex. You and I are in agreement. That's what I'm saying. That's why the dude bros get so upset. I think they realize they're in the minority and I think that they know boycotting the game won't have won't be a blip on the radar. I think they know that they're not the majority. They know they're a small group of just like angry frustrated dude bros. Like they know that. I kind of want to know what jokes people are worried about losing, but I understand why that's a minefield. Yeah, it just gets too... Yeah, that's just is too messy. We don't want to go there. I think we've done an excellent job. We're an hour in. I'm very pleased with how this discussion has gone. Creature and I were a little, obviously, concerned that we were going to go off into some weird place, and we haven't gone there, so that's great. I even have more discussion questions if we feel like we want to kind of, like, switch gears or talk about different things. Do me a favor. If you've been enjoying today's show, smash that like button. Let's set our sights on 300 likes let's set our sights on 300 likes we are not getting very many subs today um which is alarming but because it's a hot subject and there's tons of people here i guess you're all here because of i was in your browse maybe was i on your homepage? where you already subbed to me um i'm curious about that aspect i am curious about that aspect um We've, we've only gained like two or three subs. Are people literally hate watching and not subbing because they disagree with me? Let me check the stats on the video here. Let me just see what's going on. Um, we're getting mostly suggests from GTA videos. We're getting a 15% suggest and a 65% browse. So mostly from suggest and mostly from browse. So I was either on your homepage and you're already subbed or I was on a suggest. If you, if you don't agree with me, let me just, let me just impress something on you. 
it's really really fun to come here and disagree that's largely what we do you're welcome here we want you here if you feel like i've been making fun of you well then step in the ring and make a good argument like get on the intellectual landscape right i am doing caricatures i am I am taking swings, and I am taking shots at people, and that's just part of the entertainment factor, okay? Let's have a conversation. If you don't agree with me, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat, jump in the ring. Well, let's clear it up, says Distorted. GTA isn't out here making a bunch of jokes. It depicts stereotypes and it makes caricatures, so they are not really jokes to be bringing up as an example. That's actually a good point, Distorted. So do people think... That's actually a really, really helpful, like, rudder turn. Do you honestly think the game's gonna fail and not be as good if they get rid of, like, caricatures and stereotypes? Like, I don't understand. Like, why is that... Why is that a problem? I side with Mo. Jokes are jokes. Here's the thing, Hex. I actually think that I can be both 100% against sanitizing comedy to the point that you ruin it but I can also totally support people evolving and being like I don't make those jokes anymore I can support Kevin Hart's decision to do that while also being like leave Dave Chappelle alone I think I can be consistent I do I think I can be consistent I can support him and be like dude that's cool that's if that's that's evolving as a person that's driven by empathy and sympathy that's awesome but I can also be like leave Dave Chappelle the frick alone like I think I can do both Neil coming in with the 10 gifted memberships. That's huge. Thank you, Neil. Dirty, Thirst, Dustin Straw, Mark, Botello, Legend 4, Harbo Guy Gaming, Tiger, Mackerel, Lester, uh, Garcia, Aditya, and X, X, Xavaron Prime, and Justin Old Gamer. All 10 members already grabbed. Let's get a gifted member train going. We are trying to get to 1,500 members. I bet you we could hit it with this crowd. There's so many new people here. There's so many people in the stream. Such a big, big day. So if we get that train going, if we get to 1,500 members just once, we don't have to stay there. If we just touch it, then my wife has to go back into Elden Ring, and I really want to make her do that. We need 30 more members to hit 1,300. We're really close to 1,300 members, and 1,500, uh, that's the milestone. Brutal says, I'll give you a unique side of this. I don't buy GTAs because of how much on the edge the games were. The press releases have gotten me maybe to give it a look. If I buy GTA 6, the game changed. And the question would be, Brutal, why is that? Is that a problem? Is that wrong? Like, what's, what's the issue there? Just an old gamer, is that Teddy's alt? <laughs> You should look up the article about how GTA 6 has been restarted in development after Dan Hauser left the company. The game was originally slated to release in 2020. King Sovereign, you tipped you tipped money. Did I read your tip message? Did I read it out? I remember seeing it and it was yellow and I, I'm worried I didn't read it out. Did I read your tip message? It's been a wild morning and I hate when I miss tip messages. Thank you guys for 300 likes. GTA 6 will sell on reputation alone. The female lead is optional. The Western gaming journalists are trying to make a big deal uh, out of it as if there's no male choice when there is, and I will pick that. No, but it's cool. Ah, dadgummit. What'd you say? It was $10, wasn't it? I can't pull it up. I I can't see the event. I am really sorry about that. Thank you for the tip. That's very, very generous and kind. 
and I really am sad I didn't read that out. It gets spicy, and I miss those sometimes. It's gone. I can't. I can't get to it. I'd have to go back and watch the VOD and read the chat and see. There's no the the chat wouldn't be. Well, the chat is the chat available when you watch the live stream. Western gaming journalist, you mean grifters? Oh, stop. Yeah, if I rewind. Yeah, if I rewind the stream, it doesn't actually rewind the chat. That would be a nice feature. This one? No, it's King Sovereign. King King Sovereign is the one. Brutal says, I think the problem is because people like the don't give a blank attitude. It made GTA cool for the kids, and losing that edge feels like a real lose to those people, I'm sure. Chat stays live? Yeah. Um... It was about the article talking about the game development. Okay, I didn't skip over that intentionally, King Sovereign. Um, why do you think that that's so important? Do you feel like, what, that there, there's going to be like a, a shift in style or something? Those kids grew up. There it is. Thank you. Thank you so much. This game has gone through... Here it is. King Sovereign with a $10 tip. This thing has gone through development hell. It's been stated in articles before that when Dan Hauser left Rockstar, they restarted the game. The game was meant to come out originally in 2020. Thank you so much for grabbing that, Fuzzy. How did you do that? Um, it was absolutely forced because they caught flack in GTA 5. I don't mind f- having a female to play as, says Gary. I'm sure the game will feature the same quick switch option. But the water down of jokes is crazy. <clears throat> All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, I don't care if it's a female or male. It's a game. Get over it. I think he scrolled up. I scrolled up and couldn't see it. I scrolled up looking for the orange box. Oh, maybe you can scroll up farther on mobile. Yeah, I can only scroll up so far. I don't, and I don't see it. make a poll on who's going to buy the game or not we could yeah we could do that mobile has such limitations but literally stores everything GTA Online is the reason GTA 6 never came out yeah I think GTA Online and the money that it makes is one of the primary reasons that they just keep kicking this thing down the road losing Dan Hauser is the only thing that worries me about the game Why are people bashing this game if they have seen anything from it and don't if they haven't seen anything from it and don't know the story? That's a good question, Elizabeth. I think it's driven by I honestly think, I honestly think. Right? Blame purple RP streamers if GTA 6 is soft? No, that's silly. Um I think there is a demographic in gaming that is very much anti anything that's outside of like what they value okay and let me let me explain why i think this is problematic so for me one of the things that really started to frustrate me when i started looking uh at when i started looking at the the indie titles and all the games and stuff that i wanted to play it really started to frustrate me that there was an overwhelming number of rogues because I don't like rogues, right? So those are 
just in gaming well yeah i'm keeping it to gaming for frick's sake that's what the channel's about so yes culturally this is a huge deal but in gaming it's bleeding over into gaming like tribalism is bleeding over into gaming for sure and so what i didn't do was get really angry or feel threatened or feel like this is terrible for gaming that there's all these other games out here that aren't built for me okay what happens is is people start to see the games that they love and the games that they play as sort of an extension of them it's their hobby it's where they live and because they're very because they're very tribalistic they start to feel as if they have some ownership over the game they're it's theirs they're in the game right and when a game comes out and says hey in our next game we're gonna have a playable female protagonist and we really feel like we're not gonna do these types of jokes anymore they feel threatened by that now some of that's driven by i think insecurity i think it's driven by an insecurity i think it's a, it's a very immature way to look at things but i also think there's a cultural polarized tribalism right now where they smell they smell smoke everywhere it's like they're convinced they're convinced that there's like a forest fire and they smell smoke everywhere in their house they're like you smell that 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 right there like every single thing that happens if they try to better the company that to them is an indicator that this company's going downhill the game's going to be downhill. Been a constant listener for years. Decided to join today. Good conversation. Thank you, uh, Madara28. You have a two-month badge, so you must have gotten a gifted membership in the previous month and you just didn't know it. Uh, Orphan says, I don't play games that are blatantly against my values. Right, there's plenty of us that just... I, I, I played Grand Theft Auto once for like a bounty on purple, and that was it. I just never really wanted to play the game. It didn't really appeal to me. We don't even have to get into the possible uh, wokeness being injected. The real question is, do they even have the talent to make the game good at this point? Um, the shock factor of the jokes they used had an impact. Imagine going to your favorite comedian only for him to dampen his jokes as not to be offensive. That's the problem, I think. Fozzie, and that's why I keep referencing Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart still has crass jokes, dirty jokes. He, he, he gets off color, right? And he retired a couple of jokes from his act and doesn't make new ones in that vein, right? He doesn't make fun of gay people. That was his choice, right? He evolved as a comedian. He evolved as a comedian. And he said, not doing that anymore, right? Not doing that anymore. And, but his comedy is still something that's very, very adult, right still very adult still very offensive so that's kind of my point is it's like i i'm willing to give them the opportunity to be like we can still be funny we can still be irreverent and crass and violent without those jokes we don't need those people overuse the word they don't exactly know what it means oh 100 percent, elizabeth it's a pejorative that's kind of like lost its potency and its meaning. It's just overused. Gay people can be talked about. They ain't special. Mo, but that's my point. He evolved as a comedian. That's his personal choice. You don't get claim over his art. 
he decided as an artist I'm retiring these jokes that's his choice as a man as an artist and as a comedian and it didn't suddenly mean when you went to a Kevin Hart comedy show it was rated G it was PG-13 it just isn't the same bro no it didn't it didn't do that he decided after he was attacked over it false no that's not true he on his own did that he was attacked later about it you've got the timeline wrong nope you got the timeline wrong because plenty of comedians haven't retired jokes and they get attacked and they just keep on going no he got attacked after he retired them and people wanted him to apologize for like the fourth time my point is regardless of if you whether or not you think he gave into cultural pressure as I don't know that's an economic decision is it not well this might keep people from watching this might upset people I'm gonna cut this out I gotta make money I gotta sell tickets that's his right it's his business it's his art it's his stand up comedian set that he's doing he does that and then you go and it's still a great show it's still crass I wouldn't suddenly take my kids to a Kevin Hart show Glad I found you. Wasn't on for a long time. Realized your channel was gone. Glad you're doing good. What's good, Flexstone? They're literally trying to ruin a whole genre of comedy. Is insane. There are plenty of comedians that 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 still make great jokes. You can uh, you can you can give his his leash can be a little bit longer. Quiet shy. His you can you can let him you can let him run around a little bit more than that. That wasn't that bad. The point is, he made a decision and people still want him to apologize. Those losers will never be satisfied. That's... No, exactly. Exactly. The people that still wanted to, to, to publicly flog him and hurt him and ruin him, yes. They're, they're, they're losers. Like, they're, they're scum. People that constantly want to hurt somebody publicly and hold them eternally accountable and make it hard for them to earn a living, you frick those people. Right? You frick those people. Those people don't matter. Right? I'm talking about GTA as a game doesn't need those jokes to maintain its identity. The fact that you, if you honestly think that, if you think this game needs those jokes or it's ruined, I think you have an over-realized sense of their importance. I don't think they're as important as you think they are. I think you can make an amazing game and cut all that out. Like, let's imagine in the next Witcher. Let's imagine in the next Witcher, they're just like, you know what? We re- we really think that all of the romance and nudity is just not necessary. Like, we we don't like we don't like writing it or filming it anymore. Really, we just have really felt like that's just not something we want in our game. Would that ruin The Witcher Four that you can't go go sleep around and see boobies? Guys, move on. Y'all still talking about this? Why don't you move on? We're talking about what we want to talk about, and if you don't like it, you can leave. Sishuan with a 20 spot. It's like microtransactions. A small group said it was a problem. No one listened. I can see the same argument. It sounds like self-censorship to provide a group with protection status while they make fun of everyone else's thoughts. We don't, but we don't know. We don't know, though, Sishuan. They literally said a single sentence. A couple of people said 
we're not going to make these types of jokes anymore. And everyone's like that they're 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 going to it's going to ruin the game. Without those boobies, what separates Witcher from Zelda? <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Neither do I. That's why I asked for your thoughts. Yeah, in my mind, the way I've outlined it, Sichuan, is I look at it and think comedy is a humongously broad landscape. And if you... That's why I kept using Kevin Hart as an example. If you get rid of a certain type of joke, comedy as a landscape is still open to you. It is. It's broad. Writers are creative. Look at how many people are making a killing on TikTok. There are some absolutely hilarious people on TikTok and they never curse. They never swear. They're just funny. There's this really, really funny guy. He does skits on TikTok. He was he probably crushed it on Vine. That's that's probably where he came from, right? He uh, he he crushed it on Vine. Okay, and that that's my assumption. Okay, he's absolutely hilarious, and he never swears. He never says anything uh, crass or out of bounds. Uh, his name is Devin Palmer. Now, not that I've seen, not that I've seen. He might, he might. Devin Palmer on TikTok. He has almost two million followers. He, he has videos with two, three, four millions of views. And, 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 and I don't think I've ever seen anything from him that was crass or, you know, out of bounds or offensive. I don't even think he swears in his comedy. Dude's got two million followers on TikTok. He's got videos with four, between one and four million views. Just crushing the short form comedy world. Just crushing it. You see what I'm saying? Like, comedy is so broad you, you honestly think you're like, yeah, they, they, there's no way they can maintain their identity without those jokes. I get it, Lono, but how much time did you spend playing GTA? Are you a fan of the series? My my lack of experience in the game doesn't, uh, doesn't invalidate what I'm saying. It doesn't. If you think every single game needs those jokes and needs that to be there, I think you have an incredibly narrow view of comedy and how a game can be irreverent, crass, and offensive and and still be funny. I really do. What if your comedy is roasting people? Are you just supposed to go down a list of people and just uh, compliment the one person in a protected class? That's just not... That's just not a representation of what they're doing. That's just an, That's just an exaggeration that's an inverted exaggeration of what they're doing I think people have become sensitive because they feel people or the media have changed their approach because of a small minority have attacked them for humor or content listen King Sovereign you're probably right you're probably right they're probably choosing between which headline do they want to deal with right do you honestly think when GTA 6 comes out do you honestly think that's what they want in the press Like, do, do you think that's what they want? Like, that's the headlines. GTA 6 continues to use XYZ uh, stereotypes and, you know, blah, 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 offensive comedy tropes. You think that's what they want in the headlines? That's not them, like, reacting to fear. They're just like, listen, we would really rather have people talk about how great our game is. That's a form of censorship? Yeah, and... Censorship is not universally bad, is it? Is censorship universally bad? 
can you substantiate that self-inflicted censorship is universally bad? Because I got news for you. You watch me on a regular basis, and I do it every single freaking day. I just did it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm glad you guys all typed that, as I just showed you that it can't be universally bad. I don't swear. I don't curse. I don't make off-color jokes. I don't. I self-censor. I swear in real life. I do. I swear in real life. I swear in the members-only streams, and I swear on Friday night. Self-censorship is not universally bad. There are times where it's good. You're not, you're not understanding. You can't say that censorship or self-censorship is usually bad. Fascist censorship is bad, yes. B- b- charging into some you know, church and taking all of their holy books away and be like, Dude, we can't have these anymore. Yeah, that's bad. But, but self-inflicted censorship, censorship of any kind is universally bad? I don't think so. Slippery slope. Slippery slope is a fallacious way to argue. You understand that slippery slope is actually a fallacy. Like, I don't... It's so funny that people will invoke slippery slope not understanding that slippery slope is actually the title of an argumentative fallacy. Show up Friday nights and you know... Oh, who's big at the fat-fingered people? That's right. Yeah, wearing clothes is a form of self-censorship. They don't. They don't let. Oh, this is gonna get close to home. They don't let teachers talk in certain ways and do certain things, do they? It's a form of self-censorship. Why? Well, it's just not appropriate. You know, some teacher walks in the room to some, you know, like, third grade class. What's up, sluts? What? Like, they just start swearing. That would be a problem, would it not? That teacher is self-censoring. That that teacher is underneath a board that allows them to talk and say certain things. That's, that's good, is it not? Nook with a $5 tip. What will Rockstar focus on more in GTA 6, story map or online? I have no idea. Zubair, what's up, Suz? What's good, Zubair? <laughs> Perfect timing. I talk like a blanking sailor. I can't do that at work. I work at K twelve. I'd get fired so quick. It sounds like they were it, it, the 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 article that I read, Nook. It sounds like they're focusing largely on live service, ongoing additions, and online. Yes. Best teacher ever. I want to have a conversation, but your chat is so busy. Uh, time people out just saying you're they're not timing people out I think you're the only person that got bopped uh, Brandon X and I instructed my my mod to give you more to give you more running room if you want to make points and say stuff you're free to do that (laughs) so GTA has shifted its identity it used to be a game trying to get away with as many uh, off once things it could get away with. GTA 6 sounds like a different tone, which is the issue at hand. You think one sentence summarizes that it's going to have a different tone. I just feel like it's complete exaggeration. It's complete exaggeration. You said this is a place of people to disagree with you, but when you decide when people disagree with your chat, you time them out. Wow, nice. Yeah, I already responded to you. I told my mods to give you more running room and to give you a longer leash. 
we haven't timed anybody out. We haven't. You're, you're not paying attention if you think we're timing people out. I can see when people get timed out. No one has been timed out. You had a couple of comments deleted, and I instructed my mod to relax a little bit. You were kind of asking for it to a certain degree. It's, it's, it's one, it's one sentence. Let's not pretend that your previous comments about playing as a female didn't earn it. Yeah, I mean, if you keep telling somebody to hit you and then they finally hit you, you can't do like surprise Pikachu face. Is no point of GTA the lack of boundaries and political correctness? I don't think so, Coral Reefer. No. It's an escape from reality where nothing is off limits. Here's what I think people are doing. I think people are creating an identity and a value structure for GTA that doesn't exist. Like what you just said. What the frick? Is that really? Isn't the whole point, whole point, all encompassing. Isn't the whole point of GTA lack of boundaries and lack of political correctness? Really? That's the whole point of Grand Theft Auto. I feel like you've just created that out of thin air. You're latching onto one aspect of the game and being like, well, that's the whole point of the game. No, that's one aspect of the game. Isn't the whole point... Like, imagine me, right? Imagine me in a congressional hearing trying to get Grand Theft Auto banned. Isn't the whole point... Uh, if it pleases if it pleases the court isn't the whole point of Grand Theft Auto to just shoot police officers and they'd be like no that's an aspect of the game you can do that in the game yes it's a game about crime and that is a choice that you can make but no that's not the whole point don't you see you can't just grab one aspect of the game and be like this is the whole point maybe it's the biggest point I disagree I, I don't think anybody's made a compelling point that the biggest point of the game is to make offensive jokes kind of surprising I've not been cursing in your chat just saying no one said you were getting timed out for cursing are you reading chat tons of people are cursing There, we don't have a no cursing rule you're really showing the depth of your intelligence right now you're really struggling you're really struggling to, 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 to grapple with what's happening female protagonist doesn't matter to me I play as a male anyway, but we all know um, companies nowadays have a habit of making female protagonists annoying. Can you give me an example of that? Give me an example of a female protagonist being annoyingly woke. I would like an example. Please. Like, what in the frick are you referring to? See, now everybody's swearing to prove a point. I have to approve every one of your stupid messages. Resident Evil Netflix. Okay. Resident Evil Netflix. I'm actually going to start timing you out for the swearing because you guys are being annoying. Seriously. I'm not joking around. Members or not, you're getting TO'd if you keep doing it. You're making our poor mods work overtime. Knock it off. It's not conducive to the conversation anyway. All right? Behave yourselves. Behave yourselves. <coughs> you sons of you sons of fricks. 
Self-censorship is usually caused by fear. The act of removing certain jokes not to have backlash is self-censorship. Unless you're scared of uncensoring yourself due to backlash is not the same. Okay. Alright, hang on. Okay, so Sichuan, the crux of what you're saying is that self-censorship is usually caused by fear. I think that that's false. I think most people who self-censor do it because it's an appropriate thing to do for the setting. Right? I do it because I created an environment of people that wanted to listen to me in the background of their day and it didn't make sense for me to be sitting here going blank this and what the blank was that and you're a blankety blank. Like, that just wasn't conducive to what I create. A lot of the other self-censorship, like news anchors aren't sitting there swearing up a storm. They, they don't do that. They keep it professional. St- you know, teachers, like people that are around children, cashiers, Right? You don't you don't go to a restaurant and they're say they don't they're like, hey, what the F is up? I'll be your waiter. Like they don't do that. Uh, the, the, the lion's share of self-censorship is just common decency and common sense. Like people just don't walk around saying horribly crass things. I've been around some of the most crass, offensive, just nasty people, and the minute there's like kids around, they're like, "Oh wow!" Well, I'm, I'm, they 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 re- they realize it, right? They chill out a little bit when it comes to the alphabet. It's out of fear every time. So you think you think my language evolved, and I stopped using terms that I used in high school? You think I did it out of fear? Do you do you run around saying those things still? Do you? Do you go into work? Do you hang out with your friends? And do you throw out around all those ni- those pejoratives from the '90s that a lot of us left behind? Do you throw those around? Are you are you that you're that bold? You're awake. Nobody's gonna tell you how to live your life. Really, really, you walk around and just continue to use those those terms and those words. 10 bucks, there's a bunch of shaky, scared hypocrites right now that are acting all big and bold, but you're not walking around saying those words anymore. Why? Because you know what would happen. You would, you would, people would lose respect for you. You'd, you'd lose friendships. You'd, you'd upset people. Guaranteed, a lot of you big, bold, strutting, tough guys on the internet. 10 bucks on the table, you don't do that in your normal life. Why? Because there'd be consequences. And you understand that it's probably going to go better for you to not act and talk in those ways. Dollars to donuts, you're not walking around talking and acting the way that you do on the internet. These these guys that strut around and act like, I'm not going to be censored. I'm going to say what I want. I love that I love that clip where the guy's like acting all huffy about how he can't say the n-word and the guy's like say it go on say it I'll say it with you it's great it's great you can't be a rational adult <laughs> self-censorship the exercise of controlling over what one says or does especially to avoid castigation right Everybody does it. You well, you you go you go into a restaurant and you're and you're like, yeah, what's up, mother blanker? 
I'll take a mother blanking chicken sandwich and uh, don't put none of that bullshit on it. I want to, you don't do that, right? You don't do that. You self-censor. You just you just have common sense because they'd be like, "Excuse me, sir, you you can't speak in that way. That's that's incredibly disrespectful and disruptive to the environment that you're in." I thought that's how you're supposed to order your meals. <laughs> you know what I mean? I disagree that self-censorship is normally based on fear. I think it's normally based on kindness. That's exactly what I'm saying, YouTube lurker. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Most of the time we're doing censorship and not using certain words. It's out of kindness. There's kids around. There's older folks you might upset. There's somebody from a different people group that you might irritate or offend. Like, that's just being decent. Like, you know what I'm saying? I stopped using gay as a pejorative. Why? Because I got around people and I felt like, well, that wouldn't be very kind. I like that guy. He's a friend of mine. He's a co-worker. I don't want... I don't want to upset him. He's a swell dude. I probably didn't say swell dude. But you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I evolved my vocabulary. Why? Because, like, I wasn't, like, scared, like, Oh, he's probably gonna get me. He's probably gonna cancel me. No! I was like, He's... He's a nice dude. I like him. I've hung out at him with... At Perkins. With other, with other people from Best Buy, we all would go hang out at Perkins. I'm not going to sit there and be like, man, this chicken sandwich is so, they messed it up, man. That's so gay. I didn't do that anymore. It didn't make any sense. It didn't. It was like, why would I continue to do that? It isn't worth it. Like, oh, my vocabulary, my free speech. Shut up. Just shut up. It was it was just common decency. <laughs> I mean, if your grandma asked you for the hundredth time how to turn on the PC, you're probably not going to call her a dumb bee. <laughs> My wife says, can confirm. He says things like dollars to donuts in real life. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yet you still say stupid regardless of my feelings. <laughs> Didn't Lono just call a chicken sandwich? <laughs> well, I don't know if it could be. It's dead. Sadly, the political world has been energized to be more selfish with freedom of speech arguing. All I hear is people wanting to be more selfish and toss common decency away. Here's, here, here's the thing. I think there is a Grand Canyon-sized chasm of difference between just being a decent person and kind of self-censoring your language. I think there's a chasm of difference between that and compelled speech. And what I think happens is people conflate the two and they smash them into one thing. And they're like, if you stop saying those things or those jokes or you stop doing that, that's this compelled speech censorship overlord. No, it's not. No, it's not. I got news for you. They start compelling speech. I'm, I'm on your team and I'm going to stand against it. Uh-uh. Nope. No. Can't compel me to say anything. 
That's a that's a that's a terrible place to go. Let people say it. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to say that word? You want to talk in that way? Go for it. Go for it. There'll be consequences. Right? So that's the problem. When people look at GTA 6 and they're like, oh my gosh, those jokes are going to go away. I think they do. I think they jump over the skyscraper of logic and they're like, this is, they're doing this out of fear. It's going to ruin the game. And I just don't think so. I've not been compelled today to think that this one sentence is going to break the fundamental identity of, of, of Grand Theft Auto 6. I don't think Grand Theft Auto 6 is suddenly going to be a lame, boring, uninteresting game because they, they, they had a shift in thought about comedy or, or, or jokes. I just don't think so. I don't th- I've not been compelled today to think that. I actually think this is a better discussion. What do you think about hearing that less crunch has led to bottlenecks, slower dev time, lack of progress, and people leaving the company. I want to know what you guys think about that. I think that's a more interesting discussion. I think that's way more interesting. They got rid of crunch, mandatory 14-hour days, mandatory overtime. It's created bottlenecks, slower dev time, lack of progress, and some people even left the company. They're like, it's just taking too long. I think that... I think that is way more concerning than they're getting rid of some jokes. That's more concerning! Right? That's more concerning! Sounds like the game will be better as a result. Maybe. Maybe. I just, I feel like there's a tipping point, Eugene, where the game's gonna bake for way too long. Just way too long. Now, some of that might be. So traditionally, when a game would bake for too long, the tech and the other games in the industry would move past it. Think of it like. Think of it like a you know like a like a river rushing this way, and their game is stuck way back here. It's just the industry tech advancements, co- you know, modern gaming mechanics have just moved past it. And when the game kindly finally comes to market, people are like, "This feels super dated." It, why? It's been in limbo. It's been in development hell. I think the difference now is I do think engines and assets are more agile so they can be like nah man this this game will be totally fine even if it takes us an extra two years to make it maybe your idea of how long a game should take is based on crunch I know you're you're speaking generally right you're not talking about me I'm not I'm not concerned because I'm like oh it's gonna take too long I'm concerned that up to this point getting good games to market was built on concepts that don't work anymore what does that do to budgets what's that do to ROI what's that do to market like when it comes to market if do you see what I'm saying that's a that the, the fragility of that is worrisome it's like wait 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 you're talking about like Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 those came to market on the backs of like mandatory overtime and crunch what the frick well how long is a game going to take are you going to be able to make a profit on it bottlenecks usually occur because you don't have enough decision makers this was the opposite Eugene according to the article they had too many decision makers people felt like they always had to wait 
for some middleman to, to approve something. According to the article, they've got too many decision makers, and that's leading to bottlenecks. Or maybe they've got too many middlemen. Maybe it's the, it's it's the, they need to be people need to be more empowered to be a decision maker or something. So you might be right. And on one side, you might be right, but on the other, it sounded like they had too many. Our general perception of dev timelines these days is 100% based on crunch. Project management, not workload hours, usually seem to be the cause in retrospect. I don't care about crunch. I don't worry about the hours that people uh, that make my clothes milk or anything like that. Why would I care about game devs? Jiminy freaking Christmas. How can you be that crass? So if so, if if it became known that some company was making your favorite, you know, sneaker in terrible ways, and you'd be like, yeah, I don't care about that. You don't care at all? You just don't care? Uh, report hot off the wire here. They actually are walking around this developer's office and openly whipping people and hitting them with cricket bats. And you're like, okay, when's the game coming out? Like, really? Most people carry on buying Nike. They are making sneakers in terrible ways. Right. I'm not saying that we suddenly stop buying products. Like that's something that Americans like, oh, you know, we're we're pretty we're pretty bad about that. We're going to get all like like humanitarian about certain things while holding an iPhone and wearing Nike's. Sure, sure, sure. What I'm saying is you just don't care at all though. You find out that and you're like, "I don't care." I care. I'm like, couldn't we fix that? Couldn't you make that better? Couldn't you treat people better? Gee, many Christmas. Like, just because you buy it doesn't mean you have zero empathy. Like, buying a product and knowing that, like, ah, uh, yeah, this the, the industry that makes this so affordable is pretty nasty and treats people pretty bad. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I work 12 to 14 hours a day, but you still want your roads fixed? I'm not sure what you mean. The devs choose to work there. It's not forced. Man, this argument... I've had this one before. This one blows my freaking mind. It absolutely blows my mind. It's like finding out your neighbor is beating the snot out of his kids, and you're like, well, my... My dad throws me down the stairs sometimes. Quit your crying. What? Why are you okay with that? Just because it's happening to you or in other industries, it doesn't mean it's good. You know what I'm saying? Just because you get hit less doesn't mean getting hit is okay. Like, I don't understand. What What are you talking about? So other industries, other other workplaces are just forcing overtime on people. You don't like just overworking the workforce. You're like, what? Get over it. Happens to me. What is? Who, who cares? What do you mean? Who cares? If they get paid overtime, I work overtime and I get paid. No, 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 no. I didn't say overtime is bad. Overtime happens for sure. Some people like to get overtime right before uh, a holiday or a vacation. They oh, dude, I'll take every shift I can get. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And you do it for like a, t- a season. 
and you make that money, right? Forced overtime, seven-day work weeks, 14 hours a day, that's not healthy. It's actually bad for that person's life and body and mind. And shrugging at that and being like, who cares? They get paid. What's, What's the deal? What's the big deal? Historically, people shrugged about something far far more serious and were like, they get food and shelter. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Check out the history of the devs that made all the Mario Brothers games. They weren't forced to work overtime. They chose it. Right. There's a difference between people like passionately overworking themselves and a company being like, we're no longer going to force a seven-day work week, 14 hours a day. We're, we're no longer going to force that. That that should be celebrated. I totally miss this coffee odor. AO's Z, AOZ did the best of both worlds combo. He got a light roast and a dark roast uh, earlier this morning. Thank you so, so much. Who's going to be the next coffee order? If you guys have never tried our coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, Reforge Roast is our coffee. This is not some sponsor. We have a light roast and a dark roast. Our coffee has balanced acidity, which means there's no bitterness. If you want to know how we did that, the flavor profiles are on the website. If you're a coffee snob, all the info's there. Try the light roast. I think that's the best intro. Or do best of both worlds bundle. Grab a light and a dark roast. We ship it from our... like We, we, we package it up here at our house, and my kiddos give you thank you notes. You're supporting a small business if you support that coffee. Um, historically it was one people exactly you can't force passion the funny thing is that the devs that's working overtime we don't hear them complain because they're getting paid we don't hear them complain so that's false that's not true tons of people complained and spoke out about this tons of people quit and walked away to the point Think about what you're saying. It got so bad that Rockstar was like, this isn't sustainable. Like, we, 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 won't, we will not survive as a company if we keep doing this. If you grind your people to dust, you'll end up with nothing but dust. You, you, you can't go that route. So that's my point, is like, they made an actual business decision to say, this isn't working. People are angry. The morale is, is is bad. It's down. It's going to affect the work. We're losing employees. We we got to change, and 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 the fact that people get like mad about that or act like that's not a good thing, you're weird. Thanks for offering an objective perspective in the gaming space. Can't wait to try out the coffee. Oh, thank you so much for putting that note in the coffee order. Like that, you're just weird. Like you've just accepted bad treatment, grunt treatment, overtime treatment. Like you've just accepted it, and you're like, "Well, other people should too." It's so weird to me. You can't compare getting beat to forced overtime. You're blessed to be self-employed, but yes, oh, I can compare beating somebody physically to forcing overtime. I can, I can. Look at all the psychological studies. Look at the studies. It's it's just as harmful to a person to be overworked, threatened, and verbally coerced, forced into working overtime. It's actually bad for them. 
and at at, at similar levels of damage in their, to their psychological uh, well-being. Their physical body is not being hit with something, but yes. No, you can't. Please don't do that. <laughs> I I cannot I cannot believe that like forcing people to overwork themselves to the point that it damages their personal life, their mental health, their marriages, their relationships. You're like, don't compare that to beating somebody. What do you mean? You are mistreating them, mistreating their body, their mind, their life. You are treating them like they are disposable. Like, you've not studied mental abuse and damage if you think they're not in the same universe and hemisphere. No, they're not equal. No, they're not exactly the same. But Gemini Christmas, you've not looked into any of this if you think that it's not in the same category. It's in the same category. They'll never become an accountant. There are times when uh, you have enough time to sleep and shower in a day and every other minute is working. Why Why are we accepting of that, though? Why don't you pump the brakes and say, why are we accepting this treatment? Why don't we all look around at each other and be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are we accepting this? This is ridiculous. I didn't say any of those things, Mo. I didn't say any of those things. I made the analogy of somebody walking around the office and physically hitting people, and I made that analogous to forcing people to work to the point that it damages them mentally and physically. I made an analogy. I didn't say all those things that you just said. Why doesn't everybody look around and be like, what is the pro- Why is this okay? You'll get replaced with someone who doesn't ask those questions. You're disposable. You've expected- You've accepted being disposable. You're just disposable trash. And you're like, well, that's fine. And you're looking at other people being treated as disposable trash, and you're like- so that's that's it, man. That's that's it. That's the way we all live now. What if? What if Rockstar does this at the size that they are? They start treating their workforce differently, and then another company starts treating their workforce differently. And oh my gosh, what if another workforce? And slowly but surely companies start treating people differently there was a report recently that ceos were talking about this they were like if you continue to treat your your workforce as disposable it actually is bad for roi companies are waking up to the fact that this doesn't actually work long term it's bad so the fact that it's starting to change in some industries and you're like these entitled babies what do you mean? We all should be like, bro, this is not a way to treat people. OT's a thing. Even if they change OT, will still happens. It happens. Google figured this out years ago. Yeah, there are companies that are figuring out that like, this doesn't work, man. Like, this isn't scalable. The, 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 the cost of, of reacclimating, hiring, and onboarding an employee, it isn't worth it. 
No, we're not doing this. I orchestrated a mutiny in my app dev team for this very reason. Guess what happened? The brass backed the blank off. You said forced OT, not threatened or verbally abused. Prozy, you're not paying attention. You're not. And I think that's the saddest part, is that some of you guys speak like you know, and you don't. You're not paying attention. These companies found that that the people that were forced to do this, forced overtime, 14-hour workdays, 7-day work weeks, they found that it damaged them mentally and physically. And you're like, that's not the same as, as being verbally or physically abused. Shut the frick up, you uneducated rube. Seriously, shut the frick up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not worth listening to. You're uneducated. You're ignorant. 14-hour workdays, 7-day work weeks, damaging these people's mental health and bodies. And you're like, it's not the same. Okay. Sure. You know nothing. You literally know nothing. You're not reading the reports. You're not paying attention. If you think that this is just totally fine and, well, I work overtime sometimes. Really? Really? You're forced to work 14-hour work days, seven-day work weeks, for months, maybe years at a time? You, 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 you do that and you think that's cool? Well, great. That's great for you. Hard to say since it's a known open issue in the games industry, overworked overtime. Since then, we are uh, one broken buggy game after another. This is what's phenomenal to me. That's what's phenomenal to me. The same people that will be like, all they ever do is launch broken buggy games. They don't know what they're doing. Why is it taking so long? The same people that say all that read these reports and they're like, get over it. I work overtime sometimes. What the frick? You don't think that the toxic forced overtime crunch culture in the gaming industry, you don't think it's related to the absolute shambles of games that we've been getting consistently? You don't think it's related? Maybe, maybe it's not working. Maybe it's leading to terrible products and, and terrible, terrible items being sold to you. I'm pretty passionate about this. The environmental firm my wife works for makes her pull multiple 14s and occasional 16-hour days. Her norm is 12. It's not healthy. Yeah. What does it profit you to, to, to gain all this money and to lose your body and your mind, right? To, to change a famous saying, right? What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? What does it profit you if you put people through this and you live your life like this and you turn around and you're a shell of who you used to be? Your brain is fried, your body's fried, but the bank account's full. Who gives a frick? You you just sacrificed your your you. You sacrificed you for what? For what? I know 
that some people have two jobs and they're rubbing nickels together to pay their bills. I get that. That sucks. But to act like this should just be a normative way that workforces are treated, you are literally in a coma, untethered to the world. You're not clued into what's going on. This isn't working. Overworking your workforce, having zero empathy and treating people like this, it's not working. It's destructive and bad. It's hurting companies. It's hurting products. It's hurting people. And who benefits? The teeny tiny microscopic percentage of people benefit from this kind of a situation to the point that they're actually not benefiting as much as they used to. That's why these companies are changing. That's why they're changing. It's hurting the product. It's hurting the people. It's hurting the business. Do you think they're just changing? Because listen, I'm not trying to act like these companies are all turning into teddy bears, by the way. It's not like suddenly the C-suite is the freaking Care Bears. I'm not saying that. They're making these decisions based off of the bottom line. Don't freaking kid yourself. They're doing this. They're doing this because it's good for the business. It was bad for the business. It was bad for the product and their bottom line. I'm not going to sit here and try and pretend that these board members and these C-suites are all now a bunch of Care Bears doing the Care Bear stare, making sure everybody's happy and, and feeling good. No, they're doing it because it was corrosive to the company, and if they didn't change, they were done. They're changing because of Jason Schreier. Well, it's, it's, it's both and, right? It's both and. It wasn't sustainable. It wasn't sustainable. Uh, da, 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 da. these people are in a highly skilled industry requiring attention to tons of detail that requires tons of mental energy and focus and it isn't available when you're burnt out on the in the game show exactly right Eugene exactly right you need to see my degrees I I don't I'm not like I don't care how many degrees you have you can have a PhD and be ignorant. You can have a PhD and be ignorant. You haven't looked at the reality and the scope of this and what it's doing to companies, workforces, and products. You're not paying attention if you think we can just keep doing this. Like... You can have degrees, you can be highly educated. In this in this particular field, you're just saying stuff that's ignorant. The military has PTSD issue and not all of those soldiers ever deployed. It's because of the way they're trained. It becomes mentally and physically exhausting. Right, you can alter a person's brain and brain chemistry by the way they're treated, for sure. Check out my collection of fine leather-bound books. <laughs> we didn't run. We didn't do the ad running experiment today. We didn't do it. I'm all for an awesome female character in GTA <clears throat> who's re- relatable and has good development behind her. But if the game is just going to be, look, she's a woman, respect her, then I'm out. I, I I have a hard time believing a Grand Theft Auto game is going to do that. They described it as a Bonnie and Clyde situation. That doesn't sound like that to me. The data shows extending the workday does not increase productivity. People just stretch the same amount of work over that longer time period. Yeah, and quality of the quality of their work goes down. Yep. The quality of their work goes down. 
Like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not paying attention if you think forced overtime and crunch is is a good thing. You're not paying attention. If you think it's good and it should continue and these people should just suck it up, I work overtime too. I don't even think you're landing on the on the landscape of the discussion if you think that. You're not paying attention. It's been bad for the industry, it's been bad for the games, it's been bad for everybody attached. It's bad for gamers. We're all like gamers are all like cynical and almost you know almost disillusioned and disenfranchised like this is all because of years of just flubbed launches and buggy games and disappointment for the record though we should listen to people with law degrees that's right quality of the work decreases because they're often more tired and more unhappy which directly affects their productivity and motivation right see that's that's really the thing you need to see you really need to picture this okay you really need to picture this look at how insidious and systemic this would be you keep making people work 14 hour days okay so you're getting subpar productivity and quality from them. And what does that do? That creates a quality vacancy. That creates a quality deficit that then needs to be made up somewhere. And where do you make that up? With more 14-hour days. More forced overtime. You're literally drilling holes in a bucket and having to just keep putting more in and more in and more in. You're literally compounding the quality and the value and the productivity deficit by doing it. And then it becomes insidious and necessary. Well, we've been doing this for three months and it's actually degraded quality. It's harmed productivity and value. How are we going to fix it? Just keep working more. Just keep working harder. That's why it's so systemic and so insidious. You're actually creating and compounding the very thing that you're trying to solve. You're trying to solve it with overtime and with seven-day work weeks. And overtime and the seven-day work weeks are creating the, the very thing that you're trying to solve. You're, you're, you're trying to plug holes in a bucket with buckshot. There's holes in that bucket. It's leaky. It's leaking water. Let's get rid of those holes. How? Shoot it. Well, there's more. Yeah. You're literally creating a flat tire of value and productivity and quality deficit. Just loss every day. They're more tired. They're more burned out. They're more fried. And you're getting less you're getting worse work from them and the only way to fix it is just to keep just keep piling on the forced overtime and the crunch burnout's very real in the military just to add to what smashville said i had guys who never deployed but because they were working 12 and 14 hour days for training i had kids just get burned out working those hours on deployment made sense because it was part of the job but when you work 12 to 14 hours a day for essentially no reason morale fell to dangerous levels i had kids that became zombies and our work efficiency became terrible pretty much unsurprising the retention for the military is also at its lowest yeah This is why it's so important that a company the size of Rockstar is like, we got to change this. 
I'm just going to say that people who say suck it up are not really talking about the gaming industry. It's their own experience. doesn't make them uneducated or horrible. I didn't say they were horrible. I said they were uneducated and ignorant because they are. If you think it's totally fine to do a seven-day work week and forced 14-hour days, if you look at that and say that's fine and suck it up, cupcake, you're uneducated and ignorant. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't. You need to educate yourself. Go read some articles. Go do some research about what this does to people and what it does to the product and productivity and quality of work and just stop saying it. Retention is because they can't suck it up. (laughs) Sorry, Mo. I just think that's so crass and ignorant, bro. It's just so crass to be like, yeah, man, 12 and 14 hour days and all these guys are shells of who they once were and they're all jacked up and retention's real low. Why? Because they can't suck it up. They're not tough like me. Maybe, maybe the system's breaking them because the system's broken. Like, it would be like going into a company and they've got this machine, right? And they've got this machine and it's spitting out boxes, plastic boxes. And a large percentage of those boxes are coming out and they're cracked. Okay? You wouldn't look at that and say, well, it's the material's fault. It's not tough enough. (laughs) Clearly, it's the material's fault. Get stronger material." You get stronger material and it gunks up the machine and it breaks the machine or or it makes the machine take way longer, right? What if they're coming out cracked because there's an inherent flaw in the machine? Somewhere along the way, it's putting too much pressure on the plastic and it's cracking it. And if you were to analyze it and break it down and say, we can relieve some of the pressure here, it'll still shape it, it'll still form it, and they won't come out cracked. Like, people coming out on the other end of, like, this military thing that Wheezy's talking about, or game development, and they're coming out cracked and broken and messed up, and you're like, well, clearly you weren't tough enough. You're not made of the tough material I'm made of. It's a flaw in you. It's not a flaw in the system. The machine's not the problem. The machine's inherently good. Let me ask you this. Why do you have this undying faithfulness belief in defense of the machine? What are you scared of? What's so worrying about looking at an industry and a machine and a workforce pattern and acting like, why is it beyond repute? Why is it completely above reproach and beyond criticism? Why? Where does that faith and confidence come from? Who the frick told you that we can never question the system, the machine, the patterns? We can't question any of those things. It's honestly weird, Mo. I'm going to be 100% real. I'm going to go real deep. I'm going to go real deep. It's weird to see a, a, a minority not think that there could be a, mach- a problem with the machine. That's weird to me. Like... I just, I feel like that should resonate with you. Like, yeah, there's a problem with the machine. <laughs> this, it, it, there's a systemic damage here. It, it's just weird. That's weird to me. 
I feel like I, I do. I feel like you should be one of the first ones on the front line to be like, yeah, man, this machine's busted and broken. But like this confidence in the machine, it's just that's odd to me. You're not skeptical. You're not you're not curious. You don't think that that somehow might be bad, broken in need of in need of some change. I just don't get that. Thank you for the $2 tip, Omar. Same people defending this call people corporate shills. My contracted hours are 37 and a half hours a week. My employee would need to go through a union if they want overtime from me, and I can say no without uh, reprisal. <clears throat> I want what's better for all workers. I want that or better for all workers. Omar from the top again. Yeah, people call me a corporate shill because I want companies to make tons of money and I want consumers to not be like cheap and penny pinching and I don't want dollar store video games, right? Like people call me all sorts of things because of that. And it's like, man, oh man, it's like I I want these companies to make tons of money. Why? Because like that's how this continues. But I also want people to be treated well. I think you can do both. People don't question it because they don't want to lose their job, their stability, their comfortability, their income, and the life that they're used to. And companies know this. It's a powerful tool. I think comparing military to dev crunch isn't helping the conversation. Isn't there a notion of difference in the job? No, 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 Noble Beast. No, I think it was a good comparison. I think it was a good comparison. Wheezy brought up another area and another and another machine that's that's just wringing people out like rags, and they come out on the other end of it broken and damaged. And we can't just shrug at that and be like they weren't tough enough. I, I just I find that to be absolutely just troubling that you that people think that way. Jay Stubbles, somebody from the industry. I've done a lot of overtime crunches in the last 22 years. It's 100% untenable. It breaks people down physically and emotionally. There's no honor or respect in acting tough about it. Preach. Preach. The Punisher is going to have a series on Disney Plus. John Bernthal will return as Frank Castle, and the series is going to be M.A. It was announced at D... Yes! Oh, I could be... I could be happier. I love Johnny. I love Johnny Bernthal, baby. He is Frank Castle. No one else. That is so exciting that they're actually going to do that. I hope that's not a fake leak. I hope that's not fake. I hope that's real. I hope that's rooted in something, man. Oh, that Marvel updates Twitter. Are they reliable? Are they reliable? I don't know. They spell updates with a three. I hope it's real. Golly, I hope that's real. That could be that could be fake. That could be fake. Oh man, that got me. I, I'm already excited at, the, at even the prospect. Bernthal's the man. My boss arrived at work in a brand new Lamborghini. La- Lamborghini. I said, "Wow, that's an amazing car." He said, "If you work hard and put all your hours in and strive for excellence, I'll get another one next year." <laughs> yeah, the daredevil thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Um (laughs) 
gamers are like, whatever, man. I was up for a week straight playing Roblox. Tame with a $5 tip. During peak sickie, my mother was in the medical field, ended up working seven days a week, and would call me crying. Just suck it up, right? Yeah, she's just not tough enough, Tame. Just suck it up. You know? You gotta be, you gotta be tougher than that, man. Seven days a week, insane hours, insane exhaustion, mental breakdown, body breakdown. Dude, freaking toughen up. You know? <laughs> suck it up, man. Uh, okay. You guys are really going to like the second show today. Oh my gosh. The second show is going to be potentially as fiery as this one. It's going to be good. <laughs> going to be good. Going to be good. Now, hang on. Xbox Game Pass? Losing money? <gasps> oh no! Here comes Loney. Here he comes. He's grabbing a chair. He's grabbing a chair from underneath the canvas. Here it comes. Alright. Do that. Do that. And... I tell you what. We'll go early, but I want people to get the 30-minute noti. So I'm gonna put it at I'm gonna put it at 12:30. But we're gonna have to go early because I don't want this one to hit three hours. Okay. I actually am surprised. We had such an amazing turnout today and such strong numbers, and then the total is so weird. Could we get 30 more likes as well? I bet you we could hit 40. I bet you we could hit 400 likes. I bet you we could. Yeah, and we're not getting new subs either. This is such a weird day. This is such a weird day. The turnout was stellar. Tons of people here. Chat was absolutely buzzing. And we maybe got nine new subs, maybe. Just weird. YouTube is weird. Gamers are weird, I think. I bet you people just don't like my take on this. That would be my thought. You know? Just come in here and drop a like on my way to language class. Thanks, Jester. I appreciate that. I find it weird normalizing all this 100-hour-a-week stuff. I work 30 to 35 hours per week, make 300000 a year. It's possible to do it if you educate yourself and pick a good field. Well, I mean, making six figures and working 30 hours a week, I mean, come on, bro. I don't think that's common, and I don't think it's as simple as, like, just educate yourself. Like, don't fall into the same trap and, like, speak in some simplistic platitude of, like, yeah, just educate yourself and you can make six figures and, you know, barely hit 40 hours a week. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would say you are a very, very, you you know, you are, that's 1% if I've ever heard of it, that you are in a small minority of people. People don't seem to realize that you can't just break a contract. Yo, J-Stubbs gifting five memberships. Xbox just had the best fiscal year ever. I think they'll be just fine. 
I'm gonna try to zoom out. I'm gonna include that. I'm gonna include that in my narrative, Willie. Don't worry. This isn't gonna be like an Xbox bashing session. But I'm worried about a couple of stats that came out of fourth quarter. I think there's some worrying things that we're gonna talk about because I am I am concerned about the platform's plan and it, it's in line with things we've already talked about. Yo, J Stub gifted five memberships. So generous. Rebus, Michael Willis, uh, Adrian, Robert Habby, and Genghis Khan all grabbing those memberships, guys. Remember, remember, remember the 5th of November, but also remember that you need to get into the Discord. We do members-only content every single day here. We also are going to be doing a community game night this Friday night. I really, really love to see bigger turnouts on Friday nights, so set that time aside, 8 p.m. Eastern on Friday nights, and get in the Discord. You will never miss out on members-only content if you are in our Discord. Discord gg slash reforge tv you can use the link below in the description or the command in chat get in there link it up and get those benefits of being a member um distorted sama says anyone thinking working 14 hours a day or seven days a week or both is okay um you've been living a sad life my poor sweet child that's why i said i was like why are you accepting that the acceptance of that is just bizarre why would you accept that kind of treatment I had a really good question that we didn't get to ask. Oh, another order of Reforge Roast for Radish Smuggler grabbing a Dark Roast. Thank you, Radish Smuggler. That was like 20 minutes ago. I hope you're still here. Thank you for doing that. One of my questions that we didn't get to, we can kind of end with this because I'm going to need to take... um, I'm going to need to take a quick uh, a quick restroom break anyway. I'm going to hit some ads. We're supposed to hit ads every hour. We didn't do that today. But let me ask you this one. Let's ask this one. Let's 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 bring everything back to GTA 6. Right? Let's bring everything back to Grand Theft Auto 6. This is what I want you guys to discuss and I'm going to I'm going to take a quick break. How do games centered around crime and violence look today and going forward? We all know, we all know that there is a sanitizing effect that people are trying to smooth things over and make things a little less like ooh wow that's kind of bad right how do games centered around crime and violence how do they look going forward what do you think they're going to look like stay the same evolve change are they going to be ruined where are you on the spectrum on this question type up your answers I'll come back from the break and read through what you guys think that's, that's the question right now. How do games centered around crime and violence, how do they look in the future and going forward? I want to know what you think. I'll be right back. I'm going to hit some ads. Hit the like button, man. Give me 400 likes. I'll be right back. We only need 15 more. And don't worry. We got more great shows coming up about Microsoft. We might even play some No Man's Sky. All right, don't go anywhere. I'll be back in a moment.
Okay. Uh, okay, I want to read your guys' answers to my question. We got a little bit of time here. Uh, 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 so, Wheezy said the same. I hope they stay the same, says Garrett. They don't even look like they exist, says Coral Reefer. Barriers is the same. There will always be a market for that genre. Nook says a lot of caution advertisements. So you think they're going to put more like the warnings on there? They'll look like the new Saints Row, says Priest Valen. I'm sure they'll be classified as mostly peaceful, says Angry Pete. Eugene says, I think we will get to a point where indiscriminate killing in games is no longer acceptable. Uh, Let's see. Really ask yourself. um, Oh, that's that's about the subject we just kind of left behind. Some will become sanitized, says Peaches. Others will go way overboard just to spite the culture. Um, yeah, the Expedition's live sorcerer in No Man's Sky. <laughs> some people have no choice for some of these jobs. Expedition is live. Uh, chat picking up new Saints Row. We are becoming... Hang on. Quiet Chai says, We're becoming so used to violence. Sometimes it's like certain things don't bother people anymore because it's becoming normal. Uh, violent games have always been a subject for criticism and uses a scapegoat. Sure. I bet there are more conversations about how far to go. People are getting more violent. I think the franchise that already showcased crime and violence prove they are mostly unaffected by current times and politics or just don't care about them, so I think they will stay the same, says Distorted. Um, Arch Enigma says, I kind of can partially agree with that, although all the violence I've committed across the hours I've spent in gaming has yet to manifest... Uh, the average teacher works... Oh, you guys are still talking hours. Um, oh, the average teacher in America works more than eight hours a day. People don't give a crap, but we're supposed to care about game devs. Nope, I'm not. Yeah, again, you're just you're just you're just creating like a caste system. I'm saying all people should be should be treated well and not forced to work those long hours. I'm not saying like I'm not excluding teachers. You're creating. You're you're just being in inverted. You're just being an inverted classist. You're acting like game devs are less important or less people because they're game devs and not a teacher. Okay, that's a terrible argument. They all should be treated better, paid better, and not working. You know, hours that affect them in a negative way. Um, I don't see why they would change as Zubair. They're clearly defined as questionable. They aren't intention like other games. Uh, we all agree it's bad to be a criminal. Yeah. I don't know if that's where I think it would potentially change Zubair. Right? I think that, like, I think they would potentially change because they would say, listen, the, 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 the nature of games centered around crime just have to fundamentally change. Like, we just, you, 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 you can't, you can't push this this far or something like that. Like I feel like they will dial some of it back. The She-Hulk CGI actually looks good now. Yeah, it does look better. She's, she's still sadly, she's still sadly. I just think when you make a person, we just make a, look, a person green. It's just gonna look cartoony and silly. It's the indiscriminate killing that will change, says Eugene. What has changed about our relationship to crime that will foster this change? 
I don't think our relationship to crime is what will foster the change. I think companies are going to start to say this is a harder product to 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 make and sell because the I think the market will shift. I think like the market and the consumer mindset will shift. Killing pedestrians and random people for no purpose, uh, no reason within the narrative. Right? Yeah, just doing it for the fun of it. Right? 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 Gaming is art. Yeah, I know gaming is art, and I'm saying that. I honestly, I'm not predicting it. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling that I have. I I do. I feel like games that center around being like a criminal and doing crime and doing bad things, I think they will change over time. I think they will. I think they're going to soften up. I can't say why. I feel like the market's going to shift on this. So why or how would the market shift then? I think consumers are going to be just be less receptive to it. It's just a gut instinct. I just, I don't know. I feel, I can't make a strong, like factual argument. It's just a gut instinct. Like I just feel the market's going to move away from wanting games like that. Cause that's the way, that's the way this kind of thing works, right? Like they're going to do market research going forward and there's going to be less receptivity to this. And that means you'll see games less like this or less to this level. I just, the feeling that I have, you know, like, like the generation behind me, I just think they're going to be less receptive to it. You can't say why I will call it. It's the pussification. No, I don't think so. Mo, I don't think so. Like, I don't consider my nephews to be that word, but I definitely feel like my nephews, as they grow, they're just going to be less receptive to that. They're not, like, weak and scared. They're just like, yeah, this isn't really fun, you know? What do we see that informs that instinct? What trends are we seeing? I think that what I see the younger generation playing and flocking to is not like that. Like, if you think about, like, Modern Warfare 2 and... Grand Theft Auto and that era of gaming, it was very much like, yeah, man, look at comedy, look at look at cartoons, look at look at look at uh, a lot of the the man show and all of that. I feel like the generation behind us is just not into that stuff. They're just like, meh. They 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 play they play a different sort of they they're 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 won over by different things. I think. I don't know if it's purely Fortnite, but I feel like Fortnite kind of puts this on display. Everyone thought Fortnite was going to be dead in the water because it was like a cartoon. And then it clearly did great. And if you look at that and you look at Roblox, I don't know. Oops. That's just... My my gut instinct... My gut instinct is that as they, as they market research and, and test these things... I just think the generation behind us is going to look at really violent crime-centered games and be like, no, it just isn't fun. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, it's disturbing and I'm just so weak and and, and flimsy. No, they're going to be like, ah, it's just not fun. That doesn't mean it won't come back. I'm not plugged into what kids are doing at all. And by kids, I mean like 20-somethings. Yeah, like 20-somethings and down, I just think they're going to be less receptive to it. That doesn't mean they're weak or bothered by it. I think they're less receptive to it. They're like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like a fun game. 
One of my kids' favorite games on Roblox are people trying to escape from prison. You have to kill the people to get out. Yeah, but is that is that what I have in mind? I don't think so. Hang on, I'm trying to fix this. I got it kind of in a weird spot. I think you're right. They grew up on Minecraft and they enjoy the creative aspect. There's a reason why Bully doesn't have a sequel and won't, says Eugene. Crime games will not change. That's in America and it's capitalistic. If there's a consumer base, it will some somebody will make it. But that's what I'm saying, Prozy. I'm saying from a capitalistic e- economic position, there'll be less demand for it. So there'll be less of the games. They, they won't be as extreme. They won't be as common. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's wrong and, and that like people are going to be disturbed. I'm saying I, I just think it's there's just going to be less pull for it. I do. I think it's kind of had its day. I do. I think it's, it's had its day. I think the games that are doing really well right now are more centered around like either being a battle royale and being really accessible or being like a really, really amazing, you know, uh, single player game. Like I just don't know. It needs to, though, but it is, though. I'm not sure what you're trying to say, Mo. I think the ones that will stand out are the ones that have a strong story to tell. Yeah, like, you could tell, like, a really gritty mafia story or, like, a really gritty gang story or something. Would you put Sekiro in that camp, then? Yeah, I think you might have games that are, that are well, th- I think there's a difference between something that's sort of bloody and something that's like viscerally violent or again, more focused on crime. I, I, I think it's the criminal aspect. Like a game focused around being like a criminal focused sort of like r- rough, edgy, violent game. I don't think that those will be as the ge- generation behind us. I don't think it's going to be as receptive to it. That doesn't mean you can't have like a Ghost of Tsushima where you're like slashing through people and there's blood. I don't, I don't think that's going to go away. How far does this go then? Because there's a difference between shooting a civilian and shooting a living machine with a bow, but they're on the same spectrum of action. Yes. And I think that people will be less receptive to the ones that are like just sort of visceral violent and just sort of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing in this game? Crime games are great and need to stay. I'm not arguing that they need to go away and they need to be receptive to it. Why? Why do why do young people need to be receptive to games of, where you are a criminal? Why? You're creating an imperative. They need to be receptive. An imperative is an ought, an ought or an ought not. They ought to do this. They ought to be receptive. Why? My 17-year-old son still gets on GTA for an hour or two here and there. They play it like the Sims. I'm not saying that there won't be people from that generation that like these games. I'm saying when they do the market research, I think that generation will be less receptive to like crime-focused violent games. I'm not saying there won't be a market for it or there won't be a percentage of people that like that. I'm saying they'll be less inclined to play that type of game. So you will see less of a presence in the market for those games. Why are we? D- Why did we delete that message? Anyone ever seen the movie Natural Born Killers? Totally reminds me of the way our society asks nowadays. We glorify violence. 
I don't understand why we deleted that. That didn't seem like a bad a, a bad statement or a bad take. We gotta we gotta chill on the deleting comments. They've gotta they've gotta be attacking me or someone in chat if we're gonna be deleting comments. Uh, what's funny though is we wouldn't let our kids touch GTA, but my parents wouldn't let me touch GTA either. My stepmom broke my GTA three disc when she caught me playing it. So where is the disconnect with our generation? Might have been a misclick. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been a misclick. Um, I don't know. I Like I said, Sven, this is a gut instinct thing. My gut instinct, when I look at the games that are, that are gaining popularity with the generation behind me, my gut is that they will be less receptive to this. Lono is saying arena shooters. Arena shooters went out of style with younger gamers. He's saying the same for crime-based games. Yes. Yeah, pretend Lono is saying arena shooters. That's right. I just, it's just my gut instinct. I'm just looking at trends. I'm looking at how game popularity is working. I'm looking how the generation behind me is reacting to to streamers and YouTubers and content. Like, there are dudes who literally watch TikTok Call of Duty streamers every day. And they're young, right? Like, that's what they're consuming. I feel like that generation will be less receptive to, like, super crime-focused violent games. They're just going to be like, they're not going to be bothered by it or opposed to it. They're going to be less receptive to it. I feel like some of you guys are getting really triggered and you're, like, worried, like, oh, man, the next generation is a bunch of weak snowflakes that don't want crime games. You you, you settle down. Don't become the thing that you claim you're against. You sound like you're a little oversensitive about this. You're referring to gratuitous criminality. I think games in the bully, mafia, GTA vein, I think you're just going to see less of them. Oh, I apologize. I'm doing this on my tablet. It's so easy to press the wrong things. Okay, yeah, that was a misclick. Who was that? It was Sebastian. Yeah, that was a misclick, Sebastian. Are GTA sales going down or up? No, yeah, GTA is doing very well. They're doing very well. This isn't like a concrete argument. This is a gut instinct prediction. My gut instinct is that that generation will be less receptive to it. You'll just see less of it. It'll be less visceral. It'll be less violence. That's just, I don't know. That's just my gut instinct. I could be 100% wrong. Have any of the games where you can choose your path ever released data on if people choose to be good or bad? Oh, I don't know. You know, uh, if I can't let my kids live their life, then that's on you being not letting titty out of their mouth. What? Tell them that problem is your kid. Tired of sugarcoating it. Tired of sugarcoating what? You're. You're saying that the problems with my kid, if like my nephews and my kids are less receptive to like crime focused, violent games, you're saying the problem is with my kid. Is that what you're saying? Like what? Like my kids are like these hypothetical kids, this hypothetical not letting kids play games. Oh, shut the frick up. Take a frickin walk. People are allowed to not let their kids play games. Shut up acting like they're babying their kids because they don't let them play certain games shut your freaking mouth seriously parents are totally like 
this thing that like what parents aren't supposed to like filter what their kids are playing come on they're not weak or as you said like you're babying them as you said it in a crass way like they're babying them no they're not quit with this faux masculinity nonsense he wasn't talking to me I read somebody say they weren't letting their kids play certain things let kids live what do you but what does that mean that's just some empty platitude let kids live what do you mean what are you talking about I just let my kids do whatever they want absolutely not they would they would they would end up with they would end up they'd end up overweight drinking too much sugary eating too much sugary everything what are you talking about they'd stay up too late we mean let kids live wasn't talking to you right but you're talking about something that i would do and am currently doing i have children i don't let them play certain games i won't let them play certain games what do you mean let them live what are you talking about you're, you're speaking about people in chat that are doing and saying things that I'm doing. If you raise them right, then who are you to say what's raising a kid right? Are you the arbiter of how to raise children and what they should be exposed to? You have a degree in child psychology? What do you, what do you, I don't understand the point that you're making. You're trotting out this thing that I've been seeing in chat multiple times today. This idea that like these people aren't tough enough or these people just don't have what it takes. What do you mean? So they can't go to prom because you can't supervise. So now you're doing what about ism? What do you, what do you, I don't understand what you're saying. Xbox game pass losing money. It's your what aboutism? I didn't say anything mean, homie. You said that they are—they won't take the titty out of their mouth. Like you're basically saying, like you're treating your child like an like an extended infant because you won't let them do certain things. That's what you said. You're the one who said it, not me. Back it up. Talk about not being tough. Back up your statement. Back up your argumentation. What do you mean? Like, if if you're gonna be against this idea that like parents shouldn't be filtering or censoring things we got on this subject earlier like self-censorship what's so wrong with that if your kids are little a-holes and you're not raising them right well again but that's not what we're talking about Uh, hang on, I gotta send this tweet through. Alright, we, we gotta switch to the next topic. We gotta switch to the next topic. Yeah, I like that report. That report's really cool. I don't know if we're going to end up using that in anything. Um, okay, 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 okay. People chiding parents for tainting their children with their own beliefs and values. Yeah, like, what are, What else are you going to do? A 
Okay. Alright. Alright, I got this set up for redirect. We're going to the next stream. It's about Xbox Game Pass losing money and being bad for for uh, Xbox. Before we do this, smash the like button if you haven't already. We only need a couple more likes for 400 likes. It'll help this video do well as a VOD. The link is in chat if redirect doesn't work. Xbox Game Pass could be causing the Microsoft game division to lose money. The latest Xbox Game Pass reports and earning reports from Microsoft are actually looking not so good. They did have the best fiscal year yet for the game division of Microsoft. However, the fourth quarter results, which I'm going to give you in just a moment, they're not looking too good. And there's two particular things I want to drill down on, on why I think this is in line with other things we have stated about Game Pass and why we think this might actually be bad long-term for Microsoft's strategy. And if you look at Netflix, that could be a cautionary tale. This is not going to be a bashing session. I'm actually going to be looking at stats and making some predictions. I'm going to end the previous stream. We talked about GTA 6 this morning. I'm going to bring people over from that stream. If you missed that discussion, it was extremely...